highly anticipated episode of the Striped Sweater Podcast, where the best time to listen is all the time. I am one half of your co-hosts. Is he the bad guy? I'm Zach Main, and I'm here with... Sorry, folks, I've been on a two-year lunch. I'm Alex Beardsley. And we're here with Season 4, Episode 16, The Thing and Hocus Pocus, both named after movies. Yes. Right. So we're going to uh, watch two movies today instead of two episodes of Spongebob. Yeah. And, and two, uh, you know, I mean, fine movies. I, I've never actually seen either of them. Um, but I'm not really, really going out of my way to. I've heard good things about the thing. I have heard very good things about it, but just uh, not something I feel like watching these days. The thing know? is uh, absolutely like it's revolutionary. A, it's a must watch. Like. It's a just like the horror that it conveys was like so crazy at the time and um right like before they could make things real with like looks and visuals they made it feel real in other ways right like because it was so well done it's all practical effects but they built these like disgusting animatronics that do crazy you know you see like this fucking dog's head split open and like seven fucking like snakehead things pop out of it and it's like what the fuck is going on here like because it starts out as a normal movie you're just like oh yeah these guys are on this base out in fucking antarctica or whatever yeah cool this is fine nothing's weird about this like and then it just gets so fucking crazy weird out of nowhere and then you're it's i mean it's terrifying and if you've never seen it, we're going to go over it today. Yeah, right. Um, no, just kidding. These episodes actually are the one where Squidward gets turned, or he's mistaken for a creature named Smelly, who uh, becomes a pet of SpongeBob and Patrick's, and then Hocus Pocus is when SpongeBob gets a magic kit and turns Squidward into an ice cream cone. Those are what they actually are. Yeah, um, that's right. And Hocus Pocus, I've actually... I don't think I've ever sat through Hocus Pocus from start to finish. I've seen it, like, probably ten times on TV, though, you know? Where it's like... I've probably seen every part of it, but never all at the same time. Yeah. It's like, I've seen several different parts of it over the years so it's like i don't know i don't see it whenever as whenever like, i look uh, at what well i was just gonna say whenever i look at like the any like image from the show or the movie rather i instantly say i never want to watch this <laughs> why would i want to watch sarah jessica parker and like bet midler Dude, it is weird, though. That's, like, during a period where Sarah Sarah Jessica Parker is hot in that movie. It's bizarre. It's, like, it almost doesn't seem like it's her. But she's very young, so that's probably why. Yeah. Um, So, anyways, we have been uh, 
It's been a little while since we've had a podcast come out. Just had some busy uh, end of the year type schedules. Um, but here we are. 2022. Yeah, that's right. Crazy. First episode of the new year. <laughs> so this is what... Um, this podcast has been going for three years then. I mean, with... You know, obviously not every week that whole time, but yeah, it's been three years since we started. Season four has been going on for a whole year, you know, with side quests in between and everything. Yeah, but we're almost done with it. Um, True. Yeah. um, So I, I, uh, yeah, I don't know. I was going to start talking about the episode, but maybe we're not doing that yet or... Maybe we should. Right, yeah, maybe not yet. I mean, okay. we can try to give a very brief, like, overview of what's been going on okay. in our lives. One if thing I wanted to... That. Yeah, one thing I wanted to talk about is I played through Detroit Become Human, uh, which is, you know, if you never heard of it, it's by the makers of, like, Heavy Rain and things. So it's very, like, an interactive story. Cinematic. Um, yeah, and it's like, you know, there are... You can change so many things in the game. There's so many choices that alter the game. Yeah. Um, but it's, uh, you know, there's androids that start out in Detroit, uh, which is cool because there's a lot of callbacks or, like, you know, mentions of things that are local to us or that we grew up with. But there's, like, a detective who has to work with uh, an android on, like, a homicide case. And uh-huh. he's voiced by none other than Clancy Brown. Nice. <laughs> Mr. Krabs. Yeah. <coughs> and uh, it's pretty cool. Uh, it was a great game. We're already playing through it a second time. <coughs> nice. Um, That's cool. But it's SpongeBob related. <coughs> and the cool thing is, too, that all the characters like look like their real-life counterparts. Okay. So, you know, it looks like him. He's got, like, long brown or long uh, gray hair and everything. Very cool, very cool. Um, yeah, I never uh, paid that game much much attention. I've never really played those kinds of games, but um, that's cool. It sounds cool. Very fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was telling you, we we got Mario Party Superstars, which has been fun. We played twice so far we played uh the birthday cake and the yoshi island with the fish and it keeps getting switched Mm -hmm. back and forth yeah that was fun because we played we only played a 10 turn game but we played uh you know only two people got stars (laughs) it was really yeah it just kept getting switched and then you have those you have those blocks where you can land on a specific space and it was just like damn this is going to be hard especially in 10 turns to for anybody to get a star yeah some of the like i feel like some of the problems with like that is they pick some of the levels that you know the star is like in a stationary spot i think in at least two out of the what four levels that are there is it four or five I think and, it's, uh, like, five, yeah. I just wish there were more where it was, like, 
what I would consider classic Mario Party, which is like it moving to different places randomly. That is kind um, of what I think of as Mario Party too, right? Um, I think uh, I actually forgot that at the beginning, like the first game, that they were all stationary. Right. I think. Yeah. Hopefully, they add like more maps to that because that would be. That's what I was hoping. That would be good. It didn't come out that long ago, right? Yeah, it's been a couple or few months now yeah so it's not that old it's pretty feasible that there could be dlc for it yeah uh otherwise solid game though for sure it's got what a hundred uh mini games all from the past and some of my favorite ones of all time like facelift and crazy cutters and most of the ones from the first game were my favorite uh but yeah there's like soccer and all sorts of fun ones. Yeah. My thumb, you know, my thumb is healed now. I actually just had my first soccer game uh, since our season ended on yeah. Friday. How Scored does it, a goal. Nice. Yeah. How does it feel? Uh, the, it feels pretty much normal now. I mean, there's sometimes when I push, like, directly down on something that it, you know, gets a little, little pain, but... Um, Back to being able to play games again. But I feel like I missed the whole Halo craze. Because <clears throat> I was playing Halo. I even bought the Battle Pass. And then while I was out, you know, the campaign came out. And people played the campaign and multiplayer. And now none of my friends play it anymore. And I'm like, well, uh-huh. I can play it. I just don't have anyone to play with. So I yeah. just, like, play Fortnite with with Jeff sometimes. <laughs> I do, uh, I wouldn't mind getting it. I just really don't find myself gaming that much lately. Um, I don't know. Because I know even, uh, yeah. Um, I've, like, heard people talk about it. It sounds like it's fun, and, like, I love Halo. Halo is a very special place in my heart. But, I don't know. I just, like... I'm at a point in my life where, I don't know, I mean, I do go through phases with video games, but I really, like, feel like I need to be doing other stuff with my time that I have. I don't know. Even... I gotcha. (coughs) I guess the thing is, is, like, when you're a gamer, at least, like, for me, during my most gamery times of my life, it's like, you know, sometimes I want a game for, like, fucking the whole day. And... Mm -hmm. That's just really not feasible for me, you know, anymore. And yeah. I, don't, I don't think it is from, you know, most of us. But uh, it's like, I don't know. Because I feel like I did. I was playing that fucking baseball game like crazy when I first moved in here for like months. Uh, Super Mega Baseball 3. And, I, you know, I was literally just playing by myself, just playing the computer. But I was like getting into it and like having fun with it. And it was fun, but it's like, did I really get anything out of that experience? And I spent, like, hours and hours and hours playing it, you know? It's like, right. I don't it's know. It's just like, I mean, it's just like watching sports <laughs> in a way. It's like following a story, even though it's, like, made yeah. up and it's only in your little world. It's still fun. No, no, and it's you know? certainly, like, it was fun, but it's like, I feel like there's other things. I don't know, I want to do more art, and I want to get you know, 
into recording more again and I want to get these things going like and I feel you know right now especially based on what you know I told you before we started recording I feel very like motivated to like like seize things now like just be like yo like you have like you're you know this is a perfect time to do this or that you know you don't have to constantly be uh i don't know just you don't have to constantly be doing something that's like only just for fun you know yeah i um, get you like you can be doing something that's protect productive and you can find a way to make it fun and it is you feel good when you do it it's just motivation has been really hard for me i mean especially you know the longer this fucking covid thing goes on it feels like i mean dude morale at work right now is like at an all-time low like lower than i think it ever was during the initial pandemic time right i mean the numbers are like worse now than ever too right right it's like every so many more people have gotten sick like that work there like it's and the anti-work subreddit is running amok making people think differently about getting treated like shit right right it's uh it's it is this whole weird thing at at my job especially where people are really fucking complaining a lot and i'm like I like I get it. I do get it, but also we still all of us who work there and a lot of people who work there, the people who have worked there for like 10 plus years, they make like over $20 an hour to do the same exact shit I do. So like I'm like why would you ever complain? And you have like really good health insurance, like and I don't know. It's crazy. But it's even, I mean, it's always been a little bit of a thing at my work, but it's even like, it's just bad now. Like everyone's complaining about everything. Thankfully, there's these two people that I worked with uh, that have transferred to a different store and they really sucked the morale out of the team because it was this married couple and they were like nice and all, but they were just very like they tried to like boss everybody around all the time and like they weren't managers or anything it was just like it was weird yeah um, no like, it's definitely a game changer to get people like that out yeah yeah it's it's that's gonna be big they just had their last day the other day so like that's gonna be good fuck those people <laughs> yeah if you were listening bob and betty from gross point Go fuck yourself. Yeah. Um, no, they're they're fine. I, I'm sure they won't hear this, but I will say they are. They're, they're fine people. Them. They were just tough to work with sometimes. And I think they they knew that, too. It wasn't like they didn't know that. They were just... They just had their way of doing things. They just... You heard it here first. Get fucked, shitbirds. Didn't want to oh, fucking speak- work as a team. Speaking of uh, shitbirds, too, I... Uh, in fantasy this year, I ended up making it in all four of my leagues. Uh, two of them are dynasty leagues too, and I won my division in those, so I like got my hundred dollars back in each. Um, but I lost in all of them except for my work league. I did win work league finally, the two quarterback, two defense Mormon league. Wow, um, Mormon! Yeah, the dude's Mormon who uh, runs it. I was just showing Sarah the Mormon episode of South Park. 
It's a good one. Dum 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 dum. <laughs> smart, 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 smart. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like there's a bunch of stuff that we could talk about, but I don't want to take up too much time on here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's good that we're able to to get back and do this. You know, it's like for a while last year we were going through. We were recording. You know. Once once or twice a week. I mean, for a while it was once every week, and for a while it was twice a week. We were recording so much that it seemed like talking about Spongebob was like, ugh, you know, like, ugh, so much Spongebob. But now it's, like, good to to get right. back to that, you know, and not, not be doing a side quest of something else. It's good to jump back into the Bob and... Yeah, I See agree. What he's doing. I like it and I think it I think that was like it was like burnout happening and it was too bad because But not I, burnout paradise. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> I think I was maybe a little bit harsh on some of the earlier season 4 episodes. I mean, I don't know. I haven't gone back and listened to them, but I think I was like getting burnt out and I was just like, man, this is not good, you know? <laughs> like Right, but there were ones that stuck that stood out to us still. I don't think it was as much like our mental state at the time. I feel like some of them really were just unremarkable, you know. I mean, there definitely are some that are certainly weaker in this season, but um I think some of them I might have been a little a little bit too harsh on. I have a lot more of a, I feel like I have a better mindset going into it now where before it was feeling that way where it was like, oh man, I got to watch this <laughs> and I got to talk about it, <laughs> you know? Yeah, and but it's these like, ones, these ones too, I felt like, while maybe not the best episodes, they were still uh, pretty fun. I thought they were pretty all right. Well, and I think, know. I mean, yeah. I, I definitely like chuckled out loud a few times at each of them, which is good. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. Yeah. I thought they were good. I seem to remember the, the thing episode that's the hocus pocus episode. Didn't really like seem that like something I saw before. Hard to say if I saw either of these, I probably only saw them once many years ago. Yeah. Um, well, if you, the listener, has seen the episode, maybe you'll remember as we talk about it, which we're about to start doing in a minute. Indeed. Are you ready, Zach? Aye, aye, Alex. January 15th of 2007. First episodes of 2007. And you know what that means? Because Today? Yester- yesterday. Yesterday. <laughs> so 15 years ago, yesterday. 
was the original airing of this. Um, <clears throat> so this episode was storyboard um, directed wait okay I storyboard directed by Zeus Servus and uh, Eric Weiss written by them too along with Stephen Banks uh, technical director was Vincent Waller animation director was Andrew Overtune supervising producer ribbit ribbit say it with me folks at home ribbit 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 it's Paul the man Tinkle. with three T's, two I's, and two B's. Two I's, two B's, and three T's. It's Paul Tibbet! <laughs> if you rearrange the letters of his last name, you can spell Tit Tit BB. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Or BB Tit Tit, depending on <laughs> what you prefer. Yeah, or uh, bit bit <laughs> two T's bit bit. Um, <laughs> anywho, uh, this episode opens up with a great look at Squidward's house. You can also see Patrick's without his little path there. Um, but Squidward's house is the main attraction. As we see him slowly creak open his door, move his eyeball. Out to look so he can't be seen. His Get a good eye. idea. Yeah. Get a good idea of uh, what's happening with uh, the annoying neighbor boys. And it's just the wind moving. Uh, and Squidward's first words are, it's too quiet. Which, uh, it just reminded me of the last season of Rick and Morty where there's a part where uh, Rick goes, it's too quiet. And Summer goes, what are you doing? You're supposed to say, it's quiet, too quiet. And he's like, I already said it's too quiet. Why would I say it's quiet if it's too quiet? You know? <laughs> um, that's that's funny. I gotta watch that. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, the last season was solid. I still haven't seen season four all the way through, so gotta get on that. Uh, um, what yeah. are we gonna do with you? Oh, we didn't even talk about Attack on Titan coming back. Just yeah, so you know, and we don't need season. to. It's the last season, so eventually so uh, it's a big we deal. can talk about it. But I haven't seen any because I watch the English dubs, which come out later. <laughs> um, I'm going to so watch the whole series and know what happens before you. Yeah, right. Because I'll, I'll watch the sub. If you can ever stop listening to the Beatles for a minute. <laughs> for one minute. <laughs> yeah. Wow, okay. so funny. I know. I see you're wearing headphones right now. You're pumping... The Beatles through, so you can get through the podcast. Yeah, what song am I listening to? <laughs> That's an easy one. Uh, Come Together. Oh, okay. It's a song about uh, two two guys that are roommates, and they sit in a hot tub, and they uh, sometimes come together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Five yeah. feet apart, though. Five feet apart, though, because they're not gay. <laughs> um. 
So, uh, speaking of not gay, uh, Squidward is <laughs> Squidward is uh, not 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 gay. Uh, he's uh, squirming around like a worm, like doing like a once over of the neighborhood, like Which, sneaking around to see what everyone's up to. You know, I thought this part seemed familiar, but I think SpongeBob does that in an early episode. Where yeah, he's he, been known to do that. Right. It's a SpongeBob move. But he slithers around to the back of SpongeBob's house so he can peek in the window like a fucking freak. And mm-hmm. um, notices SpongeBob is not sitting in his easy chair. So he's therefore, not he's not in the kitchen either. So it means he's out of town. <laughs> And Squidward is stoked. Obviously, he can't look into Patrick's house without opening know, it. Opening of the rock. But he's yeah. decided. So I don't know if that was. I guess. I guess that was in the afternoon, like not the morning. You know, a lot of times episodes start in the morning. But I. Think oh, I this thought that was, was like the early morning. Was it? Because he's basically. Well, it does say delightful evening, but right. Uh, I don't think it's actually evening, right? It's so early. It'd be weird for him to, like, have a whole morning and then come out in the midday to see. I know. It's but, fucking uh, strange. They fucked it up. They just really wanted to put him in that robe, and they were like, well, yeah. he can't just wear a robe in the day. In the morning? Yeah, sure he could. Especially I Sunday. I mean, he's not working. Not so a not a weekend. nice robe like that, though. That's a nighttime robe. Yeah. You and wouldn't he's understand. Doing He's doing what all adults like to do at nighttime. Uh, drink, uh, wear a grape. sexy robe. Yep, <laughs> drink grape uh, <laughs> juice box. Yeah, juice box. Um, and uh, watch public television, which he the whole time continues to specify that it's public television. He doesn't pay for this shit. This is just available to the worldwide public. Yeah. All you need is a fucking wire. Antenna. It just, it just comes <clears throat> Which right. even Patrick has it comes, on top of his house. Right. It comes right through. Um, Patrick could be watching the same shit at home. We know right. that for a fact. And yeah. SpongeBob. So he has a TV. Right. Let's talk about how Squidward will continue to use the term public television as a flex. And how that's kind of weird. Yeah, for sure. Like, it's fine now when he's like, I'm going to watch public television. He turns it on. Uh, there's a squid with, like, super long hair and big old mustache. Uh, also is bottomless, like Red Robin steak fries. Um, <laughs> and Squidward. He's Winnie Pooing. Winnie, Winnie the Pooing the Poo. it. And Donald Duck Donald in it. Donald Duck. Yeah. Um, <laughs> or, you know. Uh, me in my 20s. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Because I'm still in my 20s. Uh, yeah, uh, not for long, Buster. Hey. <laughs> you watch it. Hey, um, <laughs> me too. Yeah, hashtag me too. Hashtag me so, too. So, we do later find out who this is. And apparently this guy is in multiple episodes. His name is Kelpie G. In movies. Yeah, he's in Sponge on the Run, at least. That was his last appearance. He's a fucking movie star. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so he's uh, he's playing the clarinet for, like, an audience. Um, but right as he plays it, 
Like, you could see a tongue stick out of it, and it's like, ah! and it's SpongeBob laughing. Right, which is also reminiscent of that, you know, why have you stopped playing that beautiful music? Yeah, right, but this is actually like... Not Spongebob. Right, yeah. He's like not actually playing it, or like he's not, you know, it's just like it's sounding at the same time. But yeah, definitely, you know, makes it seem like... SpongeBob's coming out of the clip. He's so Squidward squeezes his juice box so hard that it juices like like it unboxes itself and shoots into the sky and uh goes all over him. So that's not that's not what you want. Um, Yeah, he's all wet and sticky now. Sponge and Pat are outside near Patrick's house, so close to Squidward's house also, and he's like. they're laughing, and he's just you just hear Patrick go, do it again. He goes, SpongeBob goes, okay. and Grabs he, two big old piles of sand. Yeah. Shoves them in his mouth. Chipmunk style. Which gives style. him... Which gives him... Sandy uh, cheeks. Come sandy on. Sandy cheeks. Okay. <laughs> and then he juices them out of himself. He, like, creates... Like a, like a fast-motion Chia Pet. Yeah, he like right. right, right. He like creates like big chunks of fucking sand. It's sand, like sand, but they're like they, sand cylinders, right? Because they, they pop look out like of holes. they look like uh, like root vegetables. They look like uh, fucking radish Fingers. or something. Yeah, or a, or a weird gross finger. Yeah. Oh, since you said radish, too, it reminded me. Uh, Alyssa's been watching Dragon Ball Z. Like we've been watching it again. You know, I just did a watch through a while ago. But you we, just you just watch it every year. Yeah, pretty much. We're uh, like they're about to be in Namek for the first time. And she's uh, never watched it, or she did like as a kid, but kind of forgot right. a lot of it. But so. didn't. Yeah, right, right. Keep up with it. Been cool again. Yeah. Yeah, I started watching Dragon Ball with Sarah a long time ago. We watched, like, the first, like, five episodes or so. She liked it, but we never kept up with it. Solid. There's a new movie coming out and stuff. And a new game, right, where it's, like, Dead by Daylight, but with Cell is, like, the bad guy, and you have to, like, be humans and pick and, like, hide from and make stuff. Yeah, it's... Holy shit, that sounds crazy. Yeah. It actually looks okay. Like, I was kind of skeptical, but it looks pretty cool. I guess it makes sense, like, why not... Since they... Like, they've made every fucking Dragon Ball Z fighting game they could, like, ever make at this point, you know? And Fighters, like, Fighters or Fighter Z uh, is, like, the best ever. Like, I don't think you can... You can really touch that. Uh, right, that'll be like the template right going forward, probably. Right, but every game before that was just, hey, here's the story of Dragon Ball Z that you've seen a hundred times. Here it is right. again with slightly different mechanics. Right. And that's like fine, but uh, I like that they're doing something different at least. I hope it's good. Yeah. I liked Budokai 3 because at <clears throat> least you could like, there was like other sh- like weird little side quests and shit. But... um. Budokai 3 or Budokai Tenkaichi 3? 
I'm talking about Budokai 3. Um, Budokai Tenkaichi, Tenkaichi 3, 3 was had the goat. A lot it of had, like, words, literally so. every fucking character in the game. Right. Like, even the henchmen and, like... Yeah. Movie characters and everything. Well, every... Yeah, right. Good. Every, it had, like, every <clears throat> Dragon Ball character, which I love. Yeah. Like, Colonel Blue. Like, that's An fucking eater. awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like... Um, but, um... I remember Grandpa I could Gohan himself. Yeah. So, I had it on... I still have it on Wii, and um, same, unopened. Mine is like still sealed, I believe. Oh, that's interesting. That's probably worth because I me. I played through it on PS2, which is yeah. most people's preferred way. Right, and then I actually played the Wii version at a friend's house. Played through the whole thing for him. Uh, I I didn't really care for it on the GameCube controller, but I could probably give it a chance now. Oh, I I only played with the Wii controllers, you know. Uh, where you had to do the actual motions. I'm like, look like I'm fucking trunks doing a burning attack, moving my arms like crazy to to do, you know, different moves. Wow. That's wild. Yeah. Oh, which, yeah, I mean, there's going to be a lot of, I feel like, these little interjections because it's like, oh, we had never talked about this and this is going on. But recently I've been playing Skyrim VR, which is pretty wild because it's like... You know, a take on something I've played before, but you know, I'm actually shooting arrows and having to like walk through these places, and it's oh yeah, I bet the I bet yeah, I bet the whole combat aspect of it is a lot like different. You know, like a lot more engaging. Yeah, definitely. Um, Like having to like pull back the arrow and stuff. Yeah, that's pretty insane. I didn't even right and like that. Like, looking the characters in the face as they talk to you. Like, I'm understanding more, uh, you know, of the game, too. Just, like, actually being there and listening more. Sure, sure. Yeah, I believe that. Yeah. That sounds like that would be fun. Um, yeah, cool. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, Squidward's pissed. Uh, he screams out the yeah. window at them. And he screams, would you be quiet? I'm trying to watch public television. There it is. Another name drop, but this time in public. Right. That's two. Like, I'll don't you know going. I'm watching free television? Right. It's such a weird, strange thing. But he's like, if they think they're going to disturb me while I'm having a nice day at home, they're going to have yeah. to do better than that. And he turns on, he turns up the TV. So now a musical shockwave is <laughs> coming out of the clarinet of kelpie g and mm-hmm. uh just going directly into squidward's face for only a split second because you get a, a record scratch yeah glass break and the notes just fall to the ground yeah and, and so sweating. our boy goes and opens the door it's spongebob and patrick of course <laughs> He just goes, Classic. Squidward! Yeah, he puts his arms up, Squidward! And he just closes the door again. And then, of course, you know, you gotta knock again. Or no, they don't even knock. You just yeah. hear breathing. Yeah, he just and goes, he's like, you're, you're still, still there. there. You? <laughs> yep. And um, they just let themselves in. Good evening, Squidward. But, right, he uh, opens the door and SpongeBob, like, starts walking in until he, like... Pulls him back by the Yeats face. Him He's back. like, get the fuck out of my house, bro. He, he yoed him. Um, mm-hmm. He calls them two little monsters. 
Um, he's We're like, not here to ruin it. We're here to enhance your evening. Yeah, he you does know? the imagination like, thing when he says yeah, enhance. Yeah, essentially. Um, but it's like, that is, you know, the way that they think. They're just really bad at, you know, not being annoying. Uh, can't a hardworking squid get a little TV time alone? Never. He pretty much never can, honestly. Right. It, he is. It, like, it sucks to see him sometimes not be able to just chill. That's why I like some of the episodes where he, like, is on their side. You know, like the Krusty Towers, where he's right. just fucking with Mr. Krabs. Because, like, this one, Squid's about to go through one of the worst couple days of his life. Yeah. It's hard to say the worst day, just because he has so many He's had a days. few, right? Um, but anyways, he, like, uh, you know, he's like, ah, he's ready to watch TV, he sits down. Uh, Spongebob and Patrick are on the couch already next to him. Right, and he and does his, the eye thing again. Yeah, like the second time, I thought it was kind of crazy. He's getting they were really in, moving eyes. They were really into the eyes popping out at this time. Uh, but he's like, oh, what's the point? And he just gives up. And now the boys are both sucking down juice boxes on either side of Squidward. Yeah, so he can't really hear it as much. And Patrick's like, oh, would you turn it up? And then, of course, Spongebob... Yeah, did I say Patrick said turn it up? And Spongebob's like, oh, could you turn it down a little? Yeah, and then... He's just getting more and more frustrated. Patrick's like, Squidward, what's this about? (laughs) Squidward, how come he's so emotional? Is he the bad guy? Yeah. And they just keep saying his name back and forth. He's becoming enraged, and we get a good Mickey Mouse, uh, the beginning of the Mickey Mouse cartoon, like, sunburst background with Squidward's head in the middle, but it's, like, <laughs> deranged. Yeah. He's all crazy. Yeah. And it, he mentions again, all he wanted to do was watch some smooth jazz on public television. The best yeah. place to watch smooth jazz. Right, right. So, right. And that's, I think that time he says it, that's what got me thinking... Maybe he's saying it because, like, public TV does have more, like, arts-related programming. At least that's the way I think of it in my head. PBS? Yeah, you know, like, programs about books and fucking artists and painting and music and shit. You know, just more educational-type shit. But, um... Yeah. This line, like, really hits home. Once again, I'm going to have to leave my own home just to get some peace and quiet. It does sound like hell, honestly. I would hate that. You said it hits home, though. It. I mean, just like the... When you when he expresses it that way, you you like feel for Squidward, or if you like think about right, it. Right, right. Yeah. Let me, let me go leave the place that I bought to be my... My sanctuary, right? My special place, but I can't even be here without I, being fucked with. I am curious the order of uh, the move-in, though, right? Like, right? Did did he? I assume he moved in, like just in the middle of nowhere where there's no houses, and then SpongeBob and Patrick moved in alongside of him. Yeah, I guess. That that I mean that would make the most sense, I think, for their dynamic. 
Right. I wonder if that's ever, like, canonized. Right, like, because Squidward wants to be alone, so he, like, fucking bought a plot, like, where no one else had developed anything. Yeah. And then that, these fucking guys get that, here, and then that's SpongeBob good, starts working with him, and then I think that's I think that's the theory we should adapt. I think that's yeah. good. Makes he's total like, hey, sense. it's just a quick walk to the right to go to the Krusty Krab looking out of my door. Right, and then, and then SpongeBob's uh, pineapple just grew there, and he just moved into it. Right, and SpongeBob's like, hey, it's just a quick walk to the right to get to the Krusty Krab from my house too. Right. Just a quick walk to my Out left. of my house, look to the right, yeah. And there it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, boy, that's funny. Uh, so Squid is like, enjoy my TV, fuck faces. And then uh, Patrick's like, oh, I think I've seen this before. This part's funny, which clearly <laughs> he hasn't seen it because it's jazz. It's not like, right. funny. He's so stupid that he thinks the man playing music is like part of a narrative. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I've seen this movie. Yeah. So, uh, again, he's now Squidward's on his bike muttering to himself about how they're at his house watching public television on his TV. Pfa. Yeah. Fa. That's the second time he said that. Yeah. yeah. P F A H. And then, yeah, as if some sort of foreshadowing, immediate foreshadowing, he says they wouldn't know real culture even if it hit them like a truck full of cement. Right as he bikes into a truck full of cement. It's just sitting there. It, it is, it's a boat, you know, with a giant metal barrel in the back for cement. And, yeah. uh, like, it just pours cement all over him. And it's like, there's, it's not like a construction area, you know? It just pours it in the road just for the plot. Which, I mean, it doesn't have to, like, be, you know, a particular reason. But it's like, they would never just pour fucking cement on the... Like a big pile right. on a already paved road. I mean, it wouldn't have been too ridiculous for them to just put like a hole in the road next to Squidward, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's nothing yeah. there. But anyway, he's enveloped in the cement and he like gets out of it. But, you know, it's all around his whole body. He like gets out of the mass of it. But there's. Still yeah, like, he's like it. He's like trying to push through and by the time he does like the force of his you know struggle makes him go even further and fall down this mountain and everything it's like like a big hilly area it's not i guess a mountain right right so he's still he still is covered in cement and um as he's for the rest of the episode actually but yeah so he like falls through some coral and goes through a sewer pipe he ends up with a fucking leaf on his head somehow, and um, he's real stinky because he went through that pipe. Right. Um, and this is interesting because he falls into, like, a jellyfish nest, essentially, and there's blue and, like, a seafoam green jellyfish, like, or group of jellyfish. There's, like... The normal pinkish purple, the blue, which we've seen one of before, 
but also like a greenish, like a pale green. That's crazy because I can't even tell. Really? You can't distinguish it at all? Right. I mean, I'm looking at it again. I can't see green ones. I see pink, blue. Is it under the blue? You know what? It might be a... uh... It, it looks might like be it's just the background. An effect in, right? of the background, yeah. Where, to my eye, it looked like it was a separate stripe. No, I think you. Yeah, no, you're right. They're not green. They are blue. It's just right, with but the, we don't uh, see a lot of blue ones in general. Right? right. We've only seen one up to this point. But um, I thought it was green. You can see if you look at the episode, uh, listeners, that what I'm talking about. There's like grass underneath them, and they look like they're like a like a pale green color because they're transparent. You know? Right, right, and it affects them maybe more than usual. They're a little more see through. But it's right, right. It's like blue plus green equals bluish green. <laughs> yeah. I guess, but I see now that I was mistaken there. Um, right. But yeah, so, so Squidward, now, yeah, he's able to like walk a little bit, but then eventually like the cement completely hardens and now he's like stuck basically like, uh, it looks like one of those, uh, Russian nesting dolls, <laughs> you know, he's like got flat, like a flat bottom. bottom area, you know, he doesn't have like individual legs, right. his hands are just like stuck out a little bit. But he's, like, puckering his mouth, and his cheeks are, like, puffed out, and he has one little leaf sticking out of his head, like a Pikmin. Yeah, and he has a uh, an air bubble shoot out of his puckered lips, like a big one, and it floats up a little bit and pops, and you hear it was a scream. It's, a, like, a blood-curdling scream, too. Right. You know, a typical Squidward blood-curdler. But, um... <clears throat> And now he's, like, waddling. Uh, I mean, he literally says he's waddling, but he's, like, moving back and forth like he's animated on South Park. Um, yeah, it is South Park-ish looking. Right, and he he says day five, I think. It's been five days. He hasn't eaten, slept. Yeah. He doesn't know where he is. He's got to feel like shit. He, he smells like shit. He, covered in cement. Uh, it's a bad time for him. Uh, Yeah, the only positive is that Spongebob isn't around. Right as he (laughs) looks and sees Jellyfish Fields, and of course, who's chasing Jellyfish? It's your boy, Skinny Sponge, and Pat Pat. They're jellyfishing in the background. Skinny Sponge. And they notice him instantly. Right, and they're like, Hey, what's that? Let's take a closer look. And of course, Squidward inside of this fucking tomb is like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> right? He tries to waddle away, but he can't move fast enough. Yeah. Um, SpongeBob comes over and introduces himself, and he smells his stench. He uh, inhales the entire thing like it was like smoke or something. You know, takes right. it in through the nose though. And um, the, there's water in his eyes that starts yeah. building all right, the way right. up to to the top till his eyes are completely light blue, and then he pulls on his tie and it like flushes uh, the tears out of his ear holes. 
Yes, very silly. And um, then they scream. Because Squidward is like, <laughs> he like grunts at them. Um. And yeah, and then they're looking at him, and they're like, "Oh, maybe he's not a monster. Maybe he's an endangered species." And you hear him go, "Barbara, Barbara, yeah, Barbara, Also, South Park asked, right? Kenny, Kenny. Um, they were like, "What if Squidward was Kenny?" That was like the pitch. Yeah. Um, um, so the boys decide to help him. Yeah, and Patrick's way of helping him, and he goes, Can't you tell nobody wants you? <laughs> You're endangered. And he's That's like, No, so no, funny. no, not like that. With love and affection. We can take care of him. And yeah, we'll he take care clearly of him. doesn't want that. Right. He gets a nice name, though, of course. And yeah. SpongeBob names him Smelly. Right, they're back at SpongeBob's house. He's just like, Well, Smelly. Here you are, your new home. We're going to be one big happy family. Here's your bed, and his bed is just three newspapers. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, His food bowl that's already been named. He already has a food bowl named Smelly. (laughs) Yeah, that's the name of the bowl. And uh, they even (laughs) put some snail kibble in there for him. Which uh, Patrick has already eaten a little bit of. Right, right. Snail um, F-U-D. Tells him, you can live here forever and ever. And Squidward starts crying, naturally. And the boys, of course, misinterpret this as tears of joy. <laughs> and then, but of course, um, he hasn't met Gary. Right. So, Gary, like, sucks to him, you know? Like, instantly. Yeah. And he's like, aww, Gary likes you. But then Gary, like... Cat hisses, and then uh, just fucks him up. You know, he's like scratching and clawing at him until SpongeBob grabs him off. And he's like, huh, you know, Gary's never attacked anyone like that except Squidward. Because Gary can tell it's still Squidward. But the boys are dumb. He's like, even though you look different, I fucking hate you. Squidward. Yep, Although Gary so, did change him into a snail one time. That's true. <laughs> but so... A, uh, yeah. Fuckface is dragging Squidward away. Right, because Squidward can't live there. Well, Smelly can't live there because Gary doesn't like him. So he's going to go to Patrick's house and live with him. Right. And once, um yeah, I love that. Once he hears that he's going to live with Patrick, he's like banging himself against the door trying to get out. And SpongeBob's like, look how excited he is to get to your house. Yeah. Yeah, just you can like hear him repeatedly banging the door, uh, banging into it. And like Probably they banging pa- in the doorway. They pass Listen. by Squidward's house and um, he's like trying to go to his house. And he's like, no, no, Smelly. Squidward doesn't like pets. Right. I mean, he's only ever had one, right? Yeah. He liked her. Yeah. Well, she was purebred. Yeah. So back at Patrick's place, he's like, hey, Smelly, want to play catch? And he fucking just throws the ball at his face. He just keeps throwing the ball at his face, making him pissed. 
Yeah, you and can he's even like, see. You'll get it. You'll get it. You can see at one point Squidward is like tr- wiggling his little ends of his tentacles, trying to like catch it at the yeah. beginning. But then just he gets to throw it, it back. You know, he's pissed. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. But then, right, he's so pissed that he catches it with his eye, with like his eyelid. Yeah. And then extends his eyelids out like a fucking arm and whip it back at him. And and he fucking hits Patrick so hard. He bumps on it. Yeah, he Patrick bumps. He's on his back. And he's immediately, like, panicking. Like, oh, no, <laughs> smelly. Yeah, like it's gonna kill it's him. It's fucking funny. Uh, um, what's gotten into you? And he's like approaching him. Smelly is. Um, he calls animal control. Does Patrick? It's like there's a wild animal loose in my house. Um, sure, I'll hold. Uh, and now Smelly is escaping. And it's um, dark now. It's super dark. Right. It's nighttime. But Patrick is like, Smelly, come back. Hey, Smelly, want to play catch? Don't worry. You'll get the hang of it. Almost. Again. So close. Yeah. Now you're beat. It's Smelly. What's going to do? Hello, animal control. There's a wild animal loose in my house. Sure, I'll hold. That game of fetch lasted as long as it took to transition to nighttime. Right. And, um... Let's see. Now, he's trying to get into... His own house. His own house. The second he, like, hits his door, you see lights come on in the spotlights. And Animal Control has sent three helicopters immediately. And then there's one, two, three cop cars in a zoo truck. Yeah, and um, SpongeBob's in his library, and he's like, what's all the commotion? He's got the little uh, Benjamin Franklin glasses. Yeah, the bifocals. Yeah, it's just funny to see him, like, you know, he's having a chill night. Like, that's the kind of shit Squidward would want to do, you know? And he's like, oh, I'm being interrupted by, you know, whatever this commotion is. Which is like, Jesus, that's like 30 cops. Like, surrounded his house on top of the helicopters. Yeah. Um, it's a shitload. But um, they're like wild animals. He's like, he's not a wild, or what does he say? He's just a poor, dumb, wild animal. That's yeah. SpongeBob gets in there and tells the, the officers nice who who are wearing like riot gear and have baseball bats. Right, right. They're ready to fucking kill this thing. Um, they toss it into the zoo wagon. But we get a we get a great line too, right? That I pointed out when we watched it. The guy says, "Wild animals don't belong here, son. They belong right. in the zoo." Right, like, right. Like no. <laughs> right, that's right. uh, such a bad way to look at it, you know. Yeah, zoos are, can be interesting and can save, you know, be good for some animals, but wild animals mainly belong wherever they want to live. Right, right, and I agree with that. And the zoo thing, yeah, there are certain instances of like certain species, you know, have been kept alive in zoos and things. So it 
it's not a completely, you know, futile effort, but the idea of profiting for showing off exotic animals is, is a little bit problematic. Um, yeah. But yeah, you um, know. I like the way they pull SpongeBob away too with a cane, like he's on like a stage or something. You know? Yeah, like get They're out, like, of, get the out way, of the boy. way, yeah. Yeah, they pull him with a Just cane. Just yank him. Isaac yank him. Imagine being pulled with a cane, like by anybody anywhere. Just yeah. like you're just like at a club or something, and someone just fucking like grabs you by a fucking cane. That should be a wrestling thing. Why why can't I think of a wrestler who's done that? Grabs someone by a cane? Yeah, you know, like you could really use a cane to like good effect if you had a comedically like wide arched one, you know, yeah. fit around someone's body. Yeah. Like you know, like you could make it all like uh cartoony too. Like you could uh you could like use it, and as you pull them, they like spin into like a rainmaker, but with a cane, you know, something like that. Yeah, or like pull them into like a German suplex or something. Right, or like, you know, choke them with it. Yeah, I was gonna say like even if it could just fit around their neck, that would that could be good rather than their yeah. body. The body would be tough to do, but the neck thing could be theoretically dangerous. Nah. Yanking someone <laughs> by the neck. For real. I mean, as long as they I mean, put their hands on the inside, sh- they're fine. But They should be working with you. It's true. Yeah, you, like, put your foot on their back and everything. Make it look like you're, like, literally killing them. Ripping yeah. their head off. I just meant if you were, like, gonna do the yank thing, but around their neck. Yeah. Yeah, that would be hard to time, right? Um, anywho, yeah, they're taking Squidward to the zoo with like a man-eating clam. They're both in the back. And the next time we see him, he's at the zoo in a species unknown cave. Yes. Um Everyone's laughing at him. Uh all the people are laughing at the piece of shit animal that smells bad cuz he's ugly and he's so ugly and stupid. Um but yeah, they're uh, they're not happy. SpongeBob is not happy. Yeah, Patrick's not like, happy this, either. This is no good. And Patrick goes, "You're right. It needs mustard." And pulls out a plain hot dog, <laughs> pocket dog. Um, is that your pocket dog or my pocket dog? <laughs> no one should be treated like that. Not even Smelly. Something. <laughs> not even to be. someone as ugly as Smelly. <laughs> <laughs> it is awesome. funny too because there was he calls know, him ugly early, and smelly at the same time the early episode you know he thought that people thought he was ugly but he only smelled but in this one squidward does both it's also kind of like that time squidward was in a full body cast yeah in a way because he can't really move it's like a mixture of like two older episodes yeah um, so yeah, the boys plan and then they come back later with, uh, like bandit masks and he's yeah. like, okay, Patrick, you remember the plan? It's like, uh, yeah, this one, right? Pulls, Pulls out, out the, the hot, hot dog, the pocket dog. He, SpongeBob grabs it for him and goes on to 
recite the plan, but you can see Patrick takes a big bite of the pocket dog and out of like, out of SpongeBob's hand, yeah. right? And he's just like, "Good plan." SpongeBob also wags the the pocket dog at him like yeah. a like a finger or something, it's right? So they uh, they tie a rope around the end of like the fencing and then yeah. uh, climb down it. Uh, yeah, the lookout. Patrick gets all <laughs> he's like, fucking tangled up immediately. But when he sees SpongeBob go down, he's like, "You're my hero." <laughs> what the heck? Oh, I didn't even notice that. What? <laughs> That's yeah. weird. Okay. Um, but yeah, he definitely gets caught up in the rope, and he's just screaming. He's like, "Shh, we're gonna get caught." What? I can't hear you. I'm screaming too loud. Right. Classic. And he ends uh, up falling. SpongeBob pulls the rope taut to whatever. Squidward is laying down in the species unknown cavern next to a fucking like sewer pipe or some shit. I love how because he, he's just like a, a rock. He just like lays down like however his body yeah, falls. Yeah, not comfortable. Yeah, right. right. He can't like have neck support. He's all right. Just, it's um, just. Yeah, it's just like whatever, but um, the boys come. Smelly wakes up and comes over to the cage entrance. Uh, the boys are there. They're like, "We're here to rescue you." Understand? We are taking you home. And he, and he makes like a dotted line of a house. Draws which cool, the house, which is funny because like he would he doesn't know any none of them know a house that actually looks like that, right? Oh, I guess that's a good point. Um, yeah. I think there are houses that have looked like that. Um, like Mrs. Uh, what does Mrs. Puff's house look like? Um, I think it is in the shape of something else too, right? Uh, no, it's like a, it's like a typical house. Um, you know, like the metal... Uh, ones. Oh, okay. But um, it's like purple it's like and yellow, yeah, and okay. yeah, and there's like girly decorations. I feel like we <clears> have <throat> seen a house, or at least like a barn. At oh, you point. know what? Mrs. Puff's boating school does look like that. It looks. It has a roof and everything. Okay. Um, now that I'm looking at it, but generally most people's houses do not look like that. Right. Right. Um. But it's still cool. They mix a little dotted line. I know it's so funny too because I don't think I doubt any of them have seen Pulp Fiction, so it's pretty weird that he makes that. Yeah, <laughs> that reference. Um, don't be I, such a. Yeah. Um, so they they how do they get into the cage? They do. He something. says, "Patrick, throw the switch," and there's just a switch, a lever a outside that you somewhere. pull, and it opens up the cage. And they uh, they pick Smelly up. Up over their heads, like ones carrying. Like he's crowd surfing. Yeah, right, right. right. <laughs> again, like, smelly, you're free. But right as they do, again, right. those militant animal control guys equipped with harpoons in a fucking helicopter are right there, just waiting to stop them. There, you're you're surrounded. There's no use trying to run. Run, run. They run right, right away. Run, Patrick. Run. That's. Yeah, it's just funny. Whatever you do, don't run. Let's run! Yeah, right. Um, so there's, like, 
hundreds of fucking guys coming after them. Uh, just a giant group of dudes chasing after them. They find a manhole. They were all in the helicopters, and they, like, rappel out, and then... There was, like, yeah, a Yeah, a bunch too. of them shoot out of a bus. Yeah. And, um... They open up the manhole cover and toss Smelly down. And then, of course, it's painful for him. And then they they go down. Um, Well, it's painful, too, because they throw him head first. Right. And he, like, hits everything on the way down. And then SpongeBob steps on his face, too. It's also a good point, though, like... It doesn't... Would it actually hurt, you know? Is he so, like, surrounded? I think think it would. Yeah, I think, but he is like encased in protection in a way. Right, I think by cartoon logic you could say it wouldn't hurt that bad, but by like real life logic, you'd you would hurt really bad. Right, you could like shoot him with a bullet, and he'd probably be fine. But like, right, yeah, it's true. It is a thick. I didn't think about how thick the layer is around his like body and shit because he's a slender guy. He's a slender man. Yeah. But uh, they get down there. They're a big happy family again. Let's yeah, they see keep where saying this... that. Like, It's just funny to think of them as a family. Right, right. But they're like, let's go down this dark, dank tunnel. Tra-la-la-la-la-la-la. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that, uh, that's like uh, Captain Underpants. Do you remember? He used. That's how he used to like. Tra la 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 la, like he would say that all the time, specifically. Yeah, I guess did, I do remember that. Did you ever? Yeah, you read the books. Some yeah, when maybe? I when I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah, I sure. watched some of the show too. Honestly, yeah, there was there was a bad. movie. There was a movie too. Mm-hmm. I, I remember the show, which came out actually after the movie. I think. Uh, I think so. Yeah, I remember my uh, when I was dating my ex. Her kids uh, watched the Captain Underpants movie, and I remember the credits song was Weird Al. Oh, nice. Yeah. Dave Pilkey was the shit, dude. They, they were just such interactive um, it's, books. If it's, you guys... pronounced, it's pronounced Dov. Oh, right. There's no E at the end. Um, <laughs> I always thought it was Dave, too, but it actually yeah. is Dov. But uh, like for people who maybe have never even heard of it, uh, when we were kids, you know, it was perfect because the the books were interactive, you know, there'd be scenes where it's like, hey, like put your thumb here and flip back and forth and you can see us punching this fucking robot or right, uh, here's right. like a little word search or something that like fits with it. And then the, you know, the humor was like potty humor sometimes, but it was also like just it was good. You know, basically, they turn yeah. their principal into Captain Underpants by hypnotizing him. I would um, say it was kind of like a. I, I would say it's like uh, for us, like the modern day equivalent, or like the equivalent for like Gen Z or whatever. But I think also modern day. I think it'd be kind of like Diary of a Wimpy Kid, where it's like there's it's a book, but and there's a story. But there's also like a lot of like pictures and they're very easy to read. Like you can read them in like a day, you know, like it's not mm-hmm. like a, a novel. It's not going to take you forever to read it. Um, 
I don't know. That's like what it made me think of, like kind of the. For sure. I, I would say Captain Similar. Underpants probably had a an extra level of interactivity, like you were saying. But yeah. um, that's like kind of what I think might be like the equivalent of like, you know, for kids who didn't have Captain Underpants. I'm sure there's a lot of kids who had both Captain Underpants and Diary of a Wimpy Kid. But what about Super Diaper Baby? Yeah, there's that too. And what is the other one? That was it's Ricky Ricky well. Ricky Ricardo's giant robot or something. Sounds was... kind of familiar. I don't think I ever uh, read anything other than Captain Underpants and uh, uh, Dove Pilkey did that. one of my uh, one of my favorite um, picture books growing up. Dogman. Oh, um, oh no, not Dogman. That's the modern day equivalent. That's what yeah. it is. Okay, yeah. Um, Dragon. I'm talking about uh, Paperboy. There's a picture book called The Paperboy. I think. Huh. I'm looking at the website on there. I don't see it, but it definitely could be on here. Let me see. Let me look it up it's real quick. Dogman, Super Diaper Baby, Mighty Robots. Dragon, big dog, little dog. Yeah, the paper boy from. Let's see. Oh yeah, I remember that picture, the front cover, like it was yesterday. Remember getting it at the library. Yeah, uh, I mean, I don't know. I thought just kids' books were. There was something. I mean, I I just obviously I wouldn't know what's like big now, but like, Goosebumps. We even had like. Michigan Mystery or something like that. Michigan uh, Chillers. Michigan Chillers. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Michigan dude, he Chillers. did. He did Dogzilla too. I actually do remember Dogzilla, and there was Cat Kong. That's funny. Dov Pilkey was a big part of my even Paper, early childhood. In Paperboy, he had a corgi too. That's cool. Oh wow! I never realized that. The night dad went to jail? What kind of kids' books are they having these days? What the shit? Is that what it says in that? It's like it. When I looked up, uh, uh, you know, the paper boy, that was like one of the other ones. Uh, the other ones that it recommends are Why Daddy Hits Mommy, um, Kids' Guide to Understanding Alcoholism, and The Night Dad Went to Jail. Dude, wait, I see that too. It's the night yeah, it's, for me it's the night dad went to jail. Mommy, why don't we celebrate so, Halloween? Yeah, the gay BCs and Daniel's potty fuck? time. I don't understand this. I think these are all like rejected uh comics or something. Rejected is, children's Is Dov Pilkey like a problematic person? They, these he... aren't even him. These that's Brad Ghost. Like But maybe there's Melissa some sort Higgins. of like related thing. Yeah. I don't know. Silly. That's funny though. Yeah. Um Anywho. That'd be cool. Maybe I could get maybe I could get that the paper boy for my niece or something. She might like that. Yeah, and then you get her the game too. Paper boy. Yeah, right. Uh which is also the name of the dude in Atlanta. If you've never seen it, Paper Boy. <laughs> uh he's a rapper named Paperboy. Anyways, uh, Squid and the boys are going through the sewer tunnel, um, and he's like, don't worry, we'll be home soon. You can sleep in that cozy little pet carrier you love so much, which we've never seen. 
yet, you know, but he mentions it. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's so, right. This does this like doesn't really make sense, right? Because it's like a, a manhole cover that goes down, so you think there's like some kind of sewer, and there's water like underneath. But when they get out, it's literally like a tunnel entrance, you know? It's like ground. This is like the ground level, even though they've gone down a, right. a bunch. Right, like it was so, literally just like a tunnel, not a sewer. <laughs> right. This area must be much lower elevation, but they're in like a jungle, and there's right. like a huddle of fuzzy things with like a green tube sticking out of their head. Yeah, a nematode sticking out of their head. Yeah, and as they, uh, the boys are like, excuse us, you see them look over and they all look like right. Squidward, but right. if they had fuzz and, instead but if of they were like Right, if they were like a real creature. Yeah. Um, so, because the boys have been under the impression this whole time that Smelly is like a weird creature, An not... Endangered animal, yeah. Right, right. They're like... Oh shit, that's your family. You need to be with them. Like, you know. Yeah. And he obviously doesn't want to because they're crazy. Like to him, that's even worse than being with right. Bob He's Patrick, like, probably. You can't leave me with some random fucking creature that nobody's ever seen before. Right. They like they take him, they like hoist him up over his head their head like he's crowd surfing again. Yeah, and right. The boys cry, they're gonna miss him. Yeah. They love Smelly. And um, but they're happy. He's with his own kind. And yeah, on that note, he's where he belongs. Let us go, go back. back to where we belong. Yeah, cute. And um, they drop Smelly down. Only to find out, Kelpie G is performing in this jungle to these creatures. And he says, "Ah, salutations, my children." Yeah, and this. And This part is where, like, we discussed when we were watching it. I feel like the way he talks, it reminds me of, like, a Frank Zappa impression. Although he's clearly, you know, uh, Kelpie G's like Kenny G. Uh, But Kenny G never really had a pronounced mustache. Um, But he also doesn't have the full goatee, like, Zappa combo. Right, Um, right, But it seems like he's maybe some sort of parody of the two. I think Zappa is part of this somehow. I I don't think yeah. that I don't think whoever made decisions about this character didn't have a little bit of Frank Zappa in mind because you're yeah, right. Yeah, and I that voice I think it's is the voice very yeah. very clearly. Uh, I mean, I, I guess there's probably other people who have used that same kind of voice like throughout time, but that's what I know it as. And then it also does kind of look like him too. So. Yeah, and it's still uh, Roger Bumpus, Squidward's voice actor. Right. But yeah, it reminds me uh, of You Love It. Right. <laughs> right, what is that, the wet t-shirt song? I think that is... Uh, or uh, or that's Catholic Girls, isn't it? No, no, it's uh, uh, in in between those two. The song is called Crew Slut. And yeah, it's like, right. it'd be a crew slut. And he's like, hey, yeah. you love it. He's like talking about oh, a girl, love, love. a girl who who sleeps around with like the fucking roadies. 
don't make a fuss, just get on the bus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's like the way the guy talks. Anywho, obviously this is like now become like a paradise to Squidward. Like you just sit right. here and watch the man uh, play clarinet. Like you've been waiting to do this on TV the whole time. Now you can do it live surrounded by these fucking wild looking animals. Yeah, these weird fuzzy Muppet creatures. And they all look happy too. They're all like dancing around a yeah. little bit. Just, a, just as he's getting started, right? Squidward's shell starts cracking too. Yeah, from all those dance moves. All he needed to do was rock back and forth in a steady motion for a few seconds and he would have been free. Um, But yeah, his shit all cracks off of him and all the weird creatures look at him like, duh fuck. And yeah. one blinks and it does that little boo, that little noise, the blink noise. And he yeah. just goes, uh, hi. And that's the which end. It, which is the way a different episode ended. Do you remember? Squ- Squidward going, uh, hi. Uh, which one is that? I do remember it. But Bubble I Buddy. Remember. Oh, right, right. Yeah, yeah. They're yep. like, oh, looks like he could talk all along. And then SpongeBob Whoa, goes, they blow there. up so fast. <laughs> And he runs so fast that there's a bubble, and he just goes, uh, hi. What a weird fucking, yeah, right, what a weird fucking episode where it's just like, whoa there, I don't know, Spongebob, but things are getting kind of weird around here. Like, yeah, it's you just tried like, to fucking kill me. Right, right, and it's like, oh, you were I just, just alive this for, whole time. I had to shit right. for eight hours, but, I mean, that's no reason to kill a man. Right, right. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's like that's the end of it. So it's like we don't even see like anger from these animals or anything. Like it's obvious they can tell he doesn't belong. But like Kelpie G still jamming out in the back. It's like what happens after this? You know, does Squidward actually get to chill with these guys, or are they gonna like maul the shit out of him? You have no idea, really. I know they don't really look like fucking violent animals to me, though. You know, right? Like, and it—it's like uh, it's just classic SpongeBob, where it's like, oh, Squidward finally gets a moment of happiness, and just like that, it's gone, right? Yeah, absolutely. That's, like, that's the uh, the feeling that they're portraying. That's the vibe. He gets what he wants, but. It's over just like that. Um, and yeah, I mean, that one, pretty solid episode. I think the, like, the design of Smelly is kind of, like, maybe not lazy, but maybe, like, weird. Like, I feel like it could be different, but... Definitely weird. It's not, uh, I guess it's not the worst thing. Um, the episode as a whole is fine. It's a lot of fighting with, uh, animal control. Right. The police. Animal control is like the military. Yeah. In this world. Uh, I I like Kelpie G. I think that he's cool and the music that he plays is actually pretty relaxing. Yeah. It's like Yeah. Solid. Um Yeah, it was a good episode. Yeah, I, I liked good. it. Good 2022 opener. 22 minutes I, in 2022. 
I wonder what that uh, music is from. Uh, like, if it's actually from anything. I think it's just Squawny Smooth Jazz, maybe. Oh, are you looking at the page? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's it. Squawny Smooth Jazz by uh, Nicholas Carr and Barry Anthony. I know Nicholas Carr does a lot of the other background music, so that makes sense. Um, just a cool song composed just for uh, the episode, you know? Indeed they do. There is, like, a one-minute-long version of it, too. Nice. So, I'm gonna play that. Maybe I should just loop that during the, like, Patreon part instead or something. You do whatever you want, bro. Yeah, we'll see. Um, so, overall, tight. Tight I give diggity. it a tight out of... Tight to loose scale. A tight out of cool. Um, yeah. Yeah, alright, well, we're gonna talk about our Patreon real quick, um, while we're in this little gap. <laughs> I'll just do it by mouth the whole time that you're saying yeah. it. Right. Um, so this week, um, uh, like every week, you, you can check out our Patreon. Uh, that is patreon.com slash striped sweater. We do this podcast and we ask for money in return. Uh, and there are a few folks who give us money. We're very thankful to them and we're thankful to anyone who listens to our program, but we really like the people who give us money. So just if you're a listener out there, take note. Uh, <laughs> we, uh, but no, like in all seriousness, you know, we are two grown adults. This does take time out of our days and what have you so you know just whatever little bit you know if you enjoy our show whatever little bit you can give would be appreciated we have a couple different tiers to choose from for as low as one dollar a month you can become an honorary town rookie and if you bump that up to as low as three dollars a month you become a goofy goober and the goofy goober gets you access to oh both tiers actually get you access to our very exclusive and very active I might add discord channel and um, also gets you a personal shout out on each episode of our show that's how small our show is still we're able to give personal shout outs on every episode to our patrons um, those who have gone up to the $3 a month tier so right now we're going to give our shout outs to our peeps so take it away Zach let the rotting continue, friend. It's Jordan Lang. But I don't like pistachio. We have Jacob Borth. Pobris Pobris. It's Alyssa Ulrich. And the fish you see is only an illusion. It's Nevin Alexis. Our four best friends. Thanks, guys. And you yeah. can join that, that exclusive list right now or anytime at patreon.com slash striped sweater thank you so much yeah we may not be pumping out episodes like we used to but uh your guys' support means so much to us um and even if you know you're getting a little uh 
strapped for cash during these times. Uh, we've been through, you know, pretty much two years of trying times. And, uh, yeah, even if you are, still you can join our Discord and talk in the general section of it. And, uh, you know, just be nice to hear from everybody who listens to the show. We already have a decent cast and crew that come in and discuss and just, you know, talk. It's like, uh, you know, just we're all people with common interests and we're friendly and I just love to hear from as many people as possible that listen because there's a lot more people that listen that aren't on the Discord. So if you ever want to join, uh, yeah, there's definitely ways to do that. Which you'll hear at the end of the episode. But thank you for our Patreon subscribers and appreciate you taking the time unwillingly to listen to us promote it. Indeed. Well, you know what that means. Oh, I do. I sure do. It's time for Hocus Pocus! Indeed. And this episode aired on the same day, 15 years ago, 15 years and one day ago from time of recording. Uh, storyboard directors were Casey Alexander and Chris Mitchell, written by them two, along with Stephen Banks. Um, technical director was our boy Vincent Waller. Animation director was Alan Smart. And supervising producer... Tit Tit BB, it's Paul Tibbet. Of course. Who has a perfect attendance record since the movie? Correct. Um, this episode was uh, also a song by the Insane Clown Posse. <laughs> I, I did actually know that. Hocus Pocus Jokers. You like the ICP? <laughs> I do enjoy viewing urine. Yeah. I I see pee. You like piss? I like looking at it. I see pee. I drink it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. I I do know some uh I see pee. I drink pee. <laughs> I do know some uh insane clown posse. I would not call myself a juggalo by any stretch of the imagination. But I do think some of the songs that they have are interesting. No, I I think they're... I mean, definitely earlier on in their career, I think they were, like, pretty damn creative. And, uh, yeah. like, there's no denying that they were clever with some of their wordplay and stuff. But I think the whole juggalo culture really fucked things up for them because, like, they had this, like, cult behind them. So then... Anything they made, regardless of how fucking garbage it was, was, like, still adored by these people. Who throw shit at each other. Right, yeah. right, exactly, right. <laughs> it's one of those things, you know? It's like Rick and Morty. I I know so many people who, like, won't even watch it because of the fan base, you know? It's well, like, that was my like big issue for a mm-hmm. long time. I was like, these people are fucking nuts, and it doesn't... I do, yeah, like, I don't think this is for me, you know? Like, but then it's like, oh, shit, this show's actually incredible. 
and you know, yeah, what? it's like you can't really bad let... people might like it, but <laughs> right, right. I mean, it's the same with anime. Like, a, there's a lot of cringy anime enthusiasts, you know. Certainly, and some people pool that into the same thing, and they're like, anime is for dumb babies who eat shit and <laughs> fart, uh, poop, you know, or something. Right. I don't know. Um, but it's like, you can't really judge a work of art by the people who are obsessed with it, you know? People will obsess over anything. I mean, Certainly. look at the people who are, like, obsessed with politics. They're, like, the worst people in the world. Yeah, but... fuck those people. They're the war. Yeah, they're trash. <laughs> yeah, especially the ones in office. Right, right. They're the worst ones. I know. We just can't get anything right. We just keep electing fucking loser babies. Into office. Diaper, giant diaper babies. Yeah. Who like to complain and complain and cry, poo poo fart, and then they get paid like thousands of dollars a day to do that. Right. To just sit there and be like, I'm Max (laughs) Pock. Yeah, right. (laughs) Yeah. I have a butt. (laughs) I say my name. My butt can talk. Yeah, that's it. That's all. I'm going to pull my balls out and see what happens. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, uh, this episode starts with SpongeBob pulling out his popcorn. Yeah. Um, I don't think we've ever seen him make popcorn, especially not like this. Uh, and I, you know, I'm a fan of some popcorn. I just had a yeah, mess I don't of popcorn know. last night. You had a mess of popcorn? Mm-hmm. Nice. A whole mess of it? Yeah, you know, it's like uh, Talladega Nights. Yeah. You know what I'm talking right, about? Right, right, right. Okay, yeah, a whole mess just, of crepes just, last just night. Say, yeah, just say you like crepes. It's pretty easy out. I'm not going to do it. Yeah, you're I had not going I, I had a whole mess of crepes last night. They were delicious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still not saying it. I, I'm not going to say it. <laughs> Break my arm. <laughs> Peppy Le Pew. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> Break my arm, Borat. <laughs> Um, so yeah, he's doing like a, it's like Jiffy Pop. He has an actual pan and, uh, the popcorn is enclosed in, uh, foil? I don't know exactly what you'd call it, but like metal Yeah, foil. I think it's supposed to be like a foil, but, um, he grabs this bowl and then... Well, for- First, we learn what his stove's name is, right? As if you couldn't guess. Right. Stovey. His Stovey. <laughs> Stovey the stove. And, um, yeah, he realizes that this boy is going to blow, so he grabs the bowl and runs into the other room, uses it like a helmet for cover. Yeah, the bowl, of course, being, like, regular bowl-sized. Right. And the amount of popcorn that's looming overhead is, like, ten times his size. So you could tell the bowl's not going to do much. The bowl was not for the popcorn. It was for taking cover. Yeah. As it shoots all over his house. Right. And now he just. Gary too. Now he just bathes in it while he eats it. It's a big buttery sponge. Yeah. Um, He's watching TV and there's like a surfer guy on the TV with a crazy hair and sunglasses. I mean, not, not crazy, but like a curly curly hair yeah 80s swag the sam deal look he says uh that bro is trouble at any car wash 
what? What are they doing? Yeah, what are the context there? That's funny. And then there's yeah, a commercial. The, the show is called The Bikini Bottom Car Wash. Like, <laughs> we will return, which is also has not been a thing during any era of SpongeBob, right? They didn't still used to be like we will return to SpongeBob SquarePants after these messages. Like you didn't get a lot of that, I feel like. Yeah, I don't it think just we kind were of really doing we commercial. weren't doing that in the nineties and the early two thousands anymore. Right, because that's but, valuable ad space, right? I mean but people know to expect it already and those like ten seconds could be used to advertise chilies or something. I've I've uh yeah, and I mean I've said it before, a lot of the technology in SpongeBob is like based on older technology. Like the T V is supposed to be like an old T V, you know. Um Yeah. His uh we've seen like old telephones and shit like that in the past. Like there's a weird oldness to this show that is always kind of interesting you know you don't and you don't really think about it until you think about it and you're like yeah that's kind of weird that they have that old timey like we will now return or you know we will return in a few minutes after these messages like that's so yeah. like not of the era but it just works you know mm -hmm. yeah um, it just fits right in the, this commercial too pretty ridiculous yeah, so this commercial starts. Are you boring? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, I am. When friends describe you, do they use words like dull or drab? Don't forget platitudinous. <laughs> As it like shows above his head. It's like He like does the like the, real word. the the lip bite grin thing up at it. It's like so weird. Do you wanna but, know what it, the definition is? Used yeah. too often to be interesting or thoughtful, otherwise known as hackin-eyed. Hackin-eyed. What? what the? That's fuck? like the the other word that they put in, which is lacking significance through having been overused, unoriginal, and trite. It's like then we look at what trite is, and it's like oh, a whole other thing. I mean, trite ha more hackneyed. Hackneyed, maybe? Yeah. That's what I think that's how you'd pronounce that, yeah. Um Hackneyed. Yeah, lacking significance through having been overused, unoriginal, and trite. So like boring, basically. Like you yeah. you say the same shit all the time. Platitudinous. It's like, man, you only say like the same five words. What the fuck's wrong with you, bro? <laughs> I know. I mean people must think I'm so hackneyed. When no, I I'm use, not. I think you should leave references. Like, bro, you just keep saying the same shit. It's either SpongeBob or you're so hack. You're so hackneyed, bro. That magician made you look hackneyed. Imagine someone just <laughs> saying that. Like, yeah, man, you're so hackneyed, dude. That that actually does work. This what? that guy is. His name's Charlie. The the commercial announcer even says, "Yes, that too, Charlie." And it's about magic. The magician, Charlie. Oh, I see. That fat piece of shit made you look like a fool. <laughs> this is, it's Charlie and the magician. It's, that's that's it's crazy. It's linked. It's actually linked. Okay. It um, turns out they actually were in... Like, they were watching this episode. They were, like, really high watching this. And they were like, oh, yeah. shit, we could, like, spin this into something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what happened. Um, 
<laughs> and they were like, yeah, so the, the guy's the name's got to be Charlie. It'll be so funny. Yeah. People will think it's so funny if we do rip off SpongeBob. It's, this is um, going to be so funny. So this, uh, it's like a floating magician head with like magical uh, dust around it um, pops up. And yeah, he's, he's like, yeah, that too, Charlie. And he's like, what if I told you that you could change all of that with the magic of magic? magic. And uh, the boy is quite interested, but he he's actually zapped. he zaps him because, yeah, he puts a fucking robe and a cloak and a cape and a, a big beard, a big, a beard, big bushy beard, a big fat bushy beard. And uh, a hat, and he a says, wizard's hat, and a wand. He said, like, "Would you, would you still be treating me like this if I had a big bushy white beard?" <laughs> yeah. Would you be spanking my bare butt, back, and balls? Yes. Uh, and he's got a magician wand, right? I don't remember if we said. But he's like, it's he's a wizard. He's clearly a wizard. But I think it's funny that he says, ha, 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 I look like some kind of magician. Like, that's not what magicians look like. That's what wizards look like, you know? Right, like Chris right. Angel never dressed like that. Yeah. I mean, maybe he did, but not Although, normally. I mean, I mean, the word magician is a bit out Illusionist. there for him. Yeah. Like, I saw this clip on YouTube once where... It was like he was going to drive a car off a cliff through a flaming, like, something or other. And it was, like, literally, like, driving a car off a cliff. And they literally, like, you could tell they, like, just cut the camera and it just disappeared. And everyone was like, what? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It disappeared. Like, it was so blatantly, obviously fake. It was insane. Like, right. I was but like... It- at the time, some of the stuff he did was like, crazy. no, some of the it would be like this is live. He's hanging yeah. above this thing, and this barrel is gonna break if he doesn't undo the cuffs and whatever. And it's like watching it no, live, and yeah. then you see it happen, and you're like, did he just fucking die? And it's like, that, oh no, the whole thing's like staged. We get it. Yeah, right. That stuff is different. This was literally like for his TV show, and it was like not in front of a live audience, and it was pre-taped and some of that stuff i thought was kind of dumb there was people like live like pretending like they were there and saw it happen but it none of it was caught on camera you know it like the camera flashed and it disappeared and they're all like oh my god where did it go oh my god what like and it's like what is going on yeah like it's so ridiculous (laughs) um yeah for sure i get that but yeah, David Blaine, I guess. I, those are, to me, those are like the top two that stand out to me. David Blaine, Chris Angel. What about? But obviously, like David Copperfield, Harry Houdini. They're a little like earlier than that. What Harry about? Houdini, I would say, is more of like an illusionist too than like a magician. Right, right. I mean, it was a, and these, that's the thing. Magician often gets lumped in with, with like the escape artist thing, which I think right. they're kind of in similar realms, but not necessarily the exact same thing. Um, because magicians are all about like sleight of hand, you know, tricking, tricking the brain. Whereas 
escape artists are literally just fucking crazy people who know how to escape shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah. That's I mean, a, I'm not, not to say that they're crazy. I'm just saying the fact that they want to show the world that they can escape shit is, is pretty bizarre to me. But cool. I mean. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, how Plus, do you even get into that? You know? Right, you just started getting handcuffed all the time? Yeah, like, I'm going to handcuff myself and see if I can get out. (laughs) Yeah. Plus, you know, illusions are different than magic tricks. A trick is something a whore does for money. (laughs) Yeah, right, right, exactly. (laughs) First episode of Arrested Development. Right. Yeah. Um, Okay, but yeah, he's like... uh, I look like some kind of magician. Now people won't ignore me. And he's like, well, let's hope not, Charlie. With my Mr. Magic Magical Magic Kit, even you can impress and amaze your friends. And SpongeBob is hooked. Yes, sir. He certainly is. And he is going to shove... He's going to run down the fucking street with the fucking letter or whatever. Yeah, they uh, want him to send 1995 to him for this magical kit that'll change his life. And he does. That bro is trouble at any car wash. We will return to Bikini Bottom Car Wash after these messages. Are you boring? Yes. Yes, I am. When friends describe you, do they use words like dull or drab? <laughs> Don't forget platitudinous. Yes, that too, Charlie. But what if I told you that you could change all that with the magic of magic? <laughs> I look like some kind of magician. Now people won't ignore me. Let's hope not, Charlie. With my Mr. Magic Magical Magic Kit, even you can impress and amaze your friends. I'm up to impress and amaze my friends. Just send 1995 to me, Mr. Magic. He's so excited about it, though. He runs down to the mailbox, shoves it in the mailbox, rips the mailbox out of the ground, and shoves it into the outgoing mail slot. At the yeah, post like the office. drop box on the outside. Right. To the point um, where he smashes through the wall, putting it in there. And he falls in as well. Um, but, but it yeah. still takes four to six weeks. As oh, we see, see this, the is the, this is the joke. Four to six weeks later, this is why the yeah. mailman has him, because he fell in with the mail. Mm-hmm. So he's been away from home for four to six weeks. And he's... Magic kit and uh, another one of these yellow things. He so shoves a, him into the mailbox. Yeah, just you could just see his squished face just looking at him. SpongeBob just never said a word or moved that whole time. Yeah. Just pretended to be a box. He was just waiting for his magic kit. And right, then right. He, uh, and it's funny because we find out that the magic castle isn't actually that far from him. So he could have like just went and bought one from the source probably right uh quicker but he uh he falls out of his mailbox and he's all cylinder shaped again like a uh, stinky little sausage or whatever you little sausage yeah yeah you little sausage um the beard of rasputin there's uh, all kinds of stuff in this kit um the thing like, too Whoa. is they in the commercial and out loud he calls it mr magic's magical magic kit Right. 
But in there, it's called Mr. Magic's Magical Kit. So there's an extra magic missing because it would be too crowded on the box. Yeah, that's too many magics. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, he's looking through it. It's a book of spells of my very own Wand of Whimsy, the Beard of Rasputin. That's so right. random. <laughs> um, which Rasputin, the kids will know from the popular TikTok song. Rasputin, lover of the Russian queen. That one? That's the one. That one I know from Just Dance. Oh, no shit. Okay. So I know it from world history in 10th grade. My my teacher played that in world history. And we were all like, what the fuck is going on? (laughs) Like nobody had ever heard of it. The Just Dance song is hard, too, because you have to do, like, a Cossack kind of, like, kick dance. Oh, really? Um, and stuff, and, like, a lot of the, like, the, like, uh, crouching down to the ground and jumping up, like, hey, 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 you know, right. kind of like the Jewish type dance, I think is where it was, or maybe it's, maybe it's just Russian. I don't know why I kind of thought it was Jewish as well. Maybe it is. Um, but it is funny to note that, like, Rasputin is known for having a big uh, beard, but not a white one, which his is white, right? Um, SpongeBob's, but he still calls it the beard of Rasputin. Yeah, I think it was just like a weird, it just sounded funny, probably. Um, Yeah. Yeah, it's really interesting. I was just looking up that band, Boney M, that do Rasputin. Um, you remember, uh, you know, Apollo Cruz. Yeah. He, when he was on the Indies, his name was Uha nation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he had, he came out to a song called like Jenga, Genghis Khan or something, but it was like Genghis Khan, but, but it Jenga? was, this, but it, no, but it was like the same thing. It was like a disco song about Genghis Khan. They just pronounced it with a J sound. Um, it's spelled D S C H I N G H I S. Oh, did you find Zing, it? Jing, yeah. Jingus Khan. Yeah, because they're like, oh, that's oh the yeah, name it, of the it definitely too. sounds like the same song essentially. Right, ha, it's this. ha. But they say ha. That's why it was right. his entrance theme. Shit goes hard. It's definitely going to be added. I haven't heard it in a long time. It's no, uh, uh, pom pom pom, but. He has a license as well in the box to practice magic, which, you know, is probably one of the easiest licenses he's ever got. Yeah, he actually has a license for something. Yeah. What a lucky boy. He doesn't have to keep giving his government ID. Now he can give them his official magic license. 
Indeed. Um, and uh, Squidward is over there chilling with uh, some sunscreen on his nose and chest. So yeah. it's funny to think Squidward is opposite of this. You know, he's Mickey Mousing it now. He's topless. Like right. Uh, he's done the full conversion whatever. from Donald Duck to Mickey Mouse. Yeah, you don't often see that. The man is drinking brine soda, lo- eating low-fat seaweed crisps, and listening to cool jazz, which is maybe the biggest thing that links the two, is Squidward listening to jazz. You know what's He's funny? He's not this... a, always a huge jazz head. I mean, I would think that would be what he likes, but... It's, it's mostly classical, I would say. Well, yeah, I guess I guess you're right. I, but I think those things tend to, you Bleed know, over a little. I think at this point in time, you know, in the old days, the purists would be like, "Oh, that jazz crap," you know, they would like hate it. But I think nowadays there's probably more of a crossover there. But anyway, you're right. That is kind of interesting, and that ties the two episodes together. A specific mention of jazz. Also, um, Squidward transforming is another big one, which we'll see oh, soon. Yeah, for sure. Kind of, um, right? Yeah, yeah, right, right. Um, so, yeah, Squid's uh, doing the stuff I mentioned, drinking, eating, chilling, and he's like, oh, you've done it, Squidward. You have officially spoiled yourself rotten. He's, like, patting himself on the back on how good he is at chilling. Right, um... I also just want... I don't know why I think this is funny. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, the um, seaweed crisps, they just look like french fries or something. Yeah. Um, or carrot sticks. Which this is probably pre-seaweed like becoming a normal snack in USA, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, like... Nowadays, if they said that, it wouldn't look like that. But I, I just thought that was kind of an interesting thing. They would probably right, they're just making it up to be like right, fries, right. but it's like an actual snack. Right, right. That I mean, I don't know. If you, do you ever eat seaweed? Sarah eats it all the time. No. Yeah, I mean, I I eat it occasionally. It is a good snack if you like want to eat something that's essentially no calories. It's it's a good choice. Yeah. I mean, it tastes good. I'd much good. rather eat like uh, just like cucumber or something. I guess. Sure, yeah, Which, you're a cucumber you know, boy. Goes bad a lot quicker, but I don't know. I guess I've never really had them, so I can't say. Supposedly, supposedly cucumbers you're not supposed to refrigerate. That's what I heard that recently. You're supposed to like put them in a bag and like poke a hole in the bag, and they'll last for like a what week. What the hell? Yeah. Hmm. That's what I heard. Um. So yeah, SpongeBob. Uh, interrupting Squidward, patting himself on the back on spoiling himself. He goes, well, let the rotting continue, friend. Uh, While I impress and amaze you with magic. And he's got on the beard and the hat. Yeah. um, And he's also like, magic. He's like trying to be a little extra. And Squidward sees this as a perfect opportunity to be a little... Little asshole, cheeky. Little, yeah, cheeky. Little, little cheeky, yeah. Um, he's like, uh, well, yeah. Can you make yourself disappear? And he's like, silly Squidward. 
I won't learn vanishing spells until I become a level 10 wizard. Yeah. And his eye and just twitches. Squidward, Squidward yeah, like, right. What? He's like, like God damn it, right. He's yeah. like, don't fucking tell me this is happening right now. <laughs> um, yeah, he's, he's like, like, let's start with something a little easier. He reaches in his beard, maybe card conjuring. And, and the it goes way back that Squidward. Squidward looks right here is so amazing. He's That's so inc- droopy, but his head's also like hanging so far forward. He looks it's, uncomfort- uncomfortably miserable. Right, it's such a good one. Oh man, He's like, was- you're gonna do a fucking card trick, you annoying piece of sponge. He's like, please tell me this is not happening right now. Just getting worse. (laughs) Here, Uh, hold this simple playing card. He puts it into his tentacle. And he's going to transform it into a magical playing card. What does that look like? Who knows? Squidward just like, he looks like he's struggling just to exist at this point. Um, Spongebob's like so deep in the book Trying to figure out what to happen uh, That Squidward just gets up and leaves And he doesn't notice Um, And part of the spell Is to juggle something So he grabs like these three balls That came with it And he just shoots them like between his holes To like juggle them Meanwhile uh, Squidward jumps on He runs on the bus He's like I don't care where you're going Just take me away from here of course, you know, no shirt, right. no shoes, no service does not apply here because he's not wearing shirt or shoes. But he got served. So yeah, Squidward's on the bus. Uh, SpongeBob is still finishing the trick. He's like, then then take one oh, card yeah. and shove it in your ear. Doing the juggling and shit? Yeah, he did the juggling. Uh, he shoved the card in his ear. And then we get like a... A cut where we see Tom driving Monroe to and he's uh, really fish. not happy. Tom, like and he we can looks tell like why. he's gonna explode. Yeah, Monroe is really upset. Um, he <laughs> yeah, he's crying, crying, but he has an ice cream. And uh, he's like, "Oh, I hate pistachio, or I don't like pistachio." Then why like, did you ask for it? I he's know. Like, he's like, it's just so good. He's so fucking like, what pissed. What the fuck is wrong with you? It's like yeah, right. even like more uh, creepy than the chocolate. Chocolate this time. He's like, why did you ask for it? Right. I'm going to fucking kill you. They <laughs> hit you a bump. makes any sense. Yeah. They hit a bump and the ice cream flies out of his hand. Which makes him cry even more. He's like, I wasn't going to eat it anyways, but now I don't even get the opportunity to hold it, you know? Right, right. Uh, you know, just dumb kids, basically. It's funny, but Yeah, it's funny that they mentioned the pistachio, because obviously that's like the color, the color of Squidward. Right. Yeah. I know. I love that. That's very funny to me. Um, um, pistachio ice cream is legit. Right, so uh, it ends up uh, on the lawn chair next to the uh, the card, right, that Squidward had. Yeah. And he's, like, finishing the spell. And finally, just say the words, Hobris Pobris. Yeah. 
And he says them. There it is. And now Squidward is a fucking ice cream cone, or so SpongeBob is to believe. Yeah, he's like, I am a level ten wizard. Uh, he's like, ah, well, yeah, I'll change you back to squid form. And his way of changing him back is just to say a magic word, right? Not do the whole kind of thing he did before. He's just like, presto, uh, alakazam. And of course, this the ice cream does look like Squidward, uh, as the droopy parts make like his mouth shape, his eyes shape, his like brow shape, and his right. big fat nose. Right, it like looks like he's got his eyes closed, like he's just like laying yeah. there with his eyes closed, and it's just perfect. Yeah, he starts crying by by you know some dripping comes uh-huh. off. He's like, oh, no need to cry. You will continue your normal life despite the fact that you are now edible. So they go yeah. to the movies together and this is funny because the ice cream cone like falls on SpongeBob's hand. It's sitting in its own seat, obviously, but it like falls over onto SpongeBob's hand. And SpongeBob gives it like the I feel the same way, bud. Like, <laughs> Yeah, they're like they're bonding so much. It's, right, right. Yeah. It's like, oh, Squidward. He it's thinks like, he's, Squidward like, putting his... never, like, lean over onto you. Yeah, like, lean his life. head on you. Like, um, he reads him a fucking bedtime story and puts him to bed at his house, at SpongeBob's house, not at uh-huh. Squidward's house. Not um, even thinking, too. He takes him to the beach where they're hanging out. Right. He gives him little sunglasses, but... He's still they got melting. matching sunglasses. SpongeBob's sunglasses don't even cover his eyes near almost at all. Um, <laughs> and yeah. yeah, that sun is beating down. Even SpongeBob's sweating. So then he's like, "Oh shit, you're melting!" And um, there's just a big ice uh, storage ice thing cooler. <laughs> yeah, like a big ice cooler. A big and freezer. And he's trying to rip the door open and can't. Meanwhile, yeah. gold team rules over here is running to catch a frisbee and slips in the ice cream, making like a huge mark of it. It's like right. if it's Squidward, a he skid just mark. got fucked up. Yeah, his brain is all over the place now. But yeah. um, SpongeBob runs him back to his house as quickly as possible, tosses him in the freezer, only waits a couple seconds before he checks in on him, and we get a POV shot from Squid from the ice cream cone's point of view as SpongeBob opens and shuts the freezer door to check in on him. And he it's keeps like, asking him stuff like, "You, you okay? okay? Still okay?" You still and okay? He winks every time, and then he's like, yeah. and then he tries to scare him by coming from the top, and then he's like, "Hey, Squidward, I got something for you." Someone to keep you company in that drab old freezer. And it's, it's a, a it's a double scooped strawberry ice cream with a cherry on top. Oh shit. I didn't even realize this because this scene was so fast, but Right. The, the ice like There's like apartment. a bar. <laughs> yeah. There's a clock yeah. on the wall. I, I just saw the couch and the table. I didn't realize all the shit in the background there. Right. It's like there's a, a, it's a, a nice whole, lamp. Yeah. Very, and that chair is a uh fuck. That's like a very Famous, uh, fashionable, expensive type of chair. I can't think of what it's called. Okay. Um, it's a very chic-looking freezer apartment. But what do you think the um, 
What do you think the implication is of there being two scoops for the lady? Um, <laughs> I didn't think about that. I guess. <laughs> you know, I mean, a scoop. It could be a number of things. I mean, having the two scoops does kind of give it the look of like a woman's figure with the curves, you know. But Double also, curves. but also, two scoops, you know. Two two handfuls of something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're telling me. Um, <laughs> and the cherry and, on top. Oh, <laughs> won't be there for cherry. long. <laughs> um. Okay. So that chair, by the way, it's called a Barcelona chair. Oh, okay. The Barcelona. Um, <laughs> yeah. Ibiza. Ibiza. Um. But yeah, I don't we know if you've seen it, but it's like pizza. <laughs> it's uh, it's it's like a pretty popular chair, I guess. I mean, I know I've had discussions at work with people I've about seen, it, but it's like I've the seen exact it before, one, right? Yeah, I just sent you a picture of it. It's definitely it's, something you would see in a fancy apartment. Yeah, yeah. So they're really like the whole fit of this is like expensive New York apartment is what I think of. Yeah, um, but it's also, like, dated. You know, that clock is, like, a fucking 50s clock, I think. Like, that style. Yeah, and the, like, the triangles uh, coming yeah, out from the wall. Yeah, just the, the, the whole lights. thing. That lamp, like, it's a very old style, like we were talking about before. But yeah. also, I want to say how Squidward still has, like, two streaks of brain matter coming off of him from when he got stepped on and he's like yeah. re- he's like refrozen like that it's kind of his funny. Head, his it looks like his like head is just all to one side um, yeah hey, did you ever watch gt no not really do you know what like teenage goten looked like um he uh, basically instead of having like his dad's hair i'm going to send you this picture too so you know and everyone else at home can look it up uh, but all of his hair basically points to one side. It reminds me of that. Uh, huh. That's weird. Like, I don't remember ever seeing Teen Goten. That's funny. He looks mean. Uh, he mean? So he does get uh, uh, taken over by Baby. You know, he gets possessed. Oh, yeah. uh, like pretty much everybody at the time. Uh, that's probably what that's from. And he only has that for a little bit. His hair later looks more like uh, Yamcha's in a way. Like um, long? Yeah. Or, oh, like his Yamcha's short hair? No, the long hair. Oh, okay. Maybe, I think I maybe remember that. That seems to ring a, more of a bell for me. Yeah. Um, I always liked Yamcha's long hair. Oh, yeah, sure enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I did too. This makes me think, I don't think we've ever seen an actual adult Gotenks, but it would happen eventually, right? It would have to. Um, anywho, uh, yeah, his his head's got that thing to the side still, so you'd think he'd still be a little fucked up. Uh, which but, is funny, um, too, because Spongebob, like, molded him back into whatever shape he wanted, but he, I guess right. he fix that. right. But um, he says something about being his eternal bodyguard, and it's like you can hear like English music playing. Like it, yeah, yeah. 
uh, you know, keep the queen safe or whatever. I think that's what that's a joke on. I don't know. Um, but Patrick is in the house now and he's like, Hey, SpongeBob, what you doing? <laughs> and he just huh? immediately is like, yeah. I've turned poor Squidward into a frozen dessert. <laughs> that's like, awful. Oh. Yeah, how tragic. Poor Squidward. Like, he doesn't actually sound worried. He sounds like he's, like, high. Yeah. And then he's like, did you say frozen dessert? And then he picks it up. I taste him into a tasty soft serve with a waffle cone. And SpongeBob's not looking because he's, like, crying. He's so upset, right? Meanwhile, Patrick grabs the Squidward cone out. And he's licking it. it. Yeah. He's this like, is the second time, at least, that Patrick has licked a uh, frozen dessert that looked like one of his friends. Yeah, that's if right. If you consider Squidward a friend. <laughs> uh, yeah, I do. I, I sure do. That's it's funny. a one-way friendship, but yeah. It's a one-way <laughs> friendship, but friendship nonetheless. Uh, yeah, no, that's funny. Uh, so he freaks out. Um but he's like Patrick sorry and then he just yeah. he, he just licks it again and he's like hey and he's like sorry and he's like it's so tasty and then he licks it a bunch really fast like and SpongeBob and has like, these crazy reactions like he's got tiny eyes he's pulling his mouth you know cuz in his eyes he's like you licking that is literally removing Squidward's matter like he's never like, going to be the same when i right, turn right. back you are changing him and eating him He's like, this isn't just your ordinary ice cream cone. It's pistachio. And here comes a giant fist. No, <laughs> it's Squidward. Yeah, right. And so he, while he's like ranting about this, he's like, I promised I'd watch over him. But the ice cream cone is just cone is just rapidly melting at this point. Mm-hmm. And it's weird the way SpongeBob says it. he's like, I promised I would watch over him. He like says it with a an accent yeah. almost um, to ensure his soft frozen life is unchanged. And now, yeah. Meanwhile, Patrick's already down on the ground, arched back and all, uh, licking yeah. the ice cream off the sandy floor. Right. And SpongeBob freaks out. And Squidward's um, melted. Call the police. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he's just freaking out. What have I Squidward's done? Melting, call he's, the police. Yeah, yeah. He's smashing that is what his, he says. He's smashing his face against the magic box. Yeah, he's like right, right. Know what to do? Just bashing his nose in. Yeah, tears it up and everything. But then he it. he's all upset. But right in all of that chaos, he sees that there's an address on the back of the box: nineteen forty-two Wizard Street, Bikini Bottom, Ocean. Also, Patrick points out that it says from ages 9 to 99. Classic. It's like, if you're over 100, you can't use this shit. It's like, oh, sorry, Grandma, you're too old. <laughs> yeah. Um, 1942 Wizard Street. I, yeah, I, a- I, I feel like that could be a call to something, but like 1942... I don't know. It seems like a random, I don't know. 1942 was fucking like World War Two Hitler stuff happening. Uh, when you look up, when you look up the address, it goes to the Spongepedia thing. 
Um, yeah. But it's like, it says uh, that its location is Bikini Bottom, Pacific Ocean. I don't think I ever knew that it was specifically Pacific Ocean. Um, um, ah, here it is. Wizard of Oz musical came out in 1942. Oh, there you go. Yep. And yep. obviously this is a Wizard of Oz reference, this whole thing. The yeah, brown tile follow, road. Yeah. Which you could see in the uh, the commercial, too, up to his giant castle. Right. Um, but yeah, right. Follow the yellow brick road being from the Wizard of Oz. If you've never seen the Wizard of Oz, uh, you've you've seen it, right, Zach? At oh, some yeah. point, mm, I imagine. For sure. Um, yeah, like, I mean, that's one of those movies. It's like, I don't know. Growing up, I think everybody saw that movie. Like, it was pretty rare that someone didn't know what The Wizard of Oz was. Yeah, we didn't have Um, a lot of, like, very popular movies as kids, honestly. And that was, like, our parents... Like right, it was those. A, so everyone it, watched it, and yeah. it was a big event. It was like once a year. My mom told me she was like, I forget what it was, but she was like, once a year they would play it on TV, and everyone would watch it every year. It was like a big TV event for them to play The Wizard of Oz. Yeah, I'm like that's so fascinating. You know, I, I mean, we grew up during a time where television was certainly more prominent than it is now, but um back then you know it was like that was literally it like you didn't have a computer or anything you know like it was like you just watched what was on the tv it was like hey they're playing the wizard of oz tonight it's like i know what i'm doing you know like it's just like so simple just let me go get my red slippers yeah right right let me yeah like very interesting but anyway um they follow yeah. this brown tile road up to the door. There's a big, it's a big red door with an eye on it. It, it opens. Op- mm-hmm. And he like, enter. enter! <laughs> yeah. And it's Blip. like, as they walk in, there's just uh, like a hall that's made of just like purple curtains on the side. And then there's a floating magical hat that eventually puffs up magic and has the Mr. Magic from the commercial uh, right. giant head. Man, I haven't, like, s- huh? I-, I haven't seen the Wizard of Oz in a long time, but when they walk in the door, you can see that there's like a shining light glowing from inside. And I do remember that from the movie. I remember they're like walking through this like glowing hallway or something. Yeah. It's the just thing- funny. Kind of want to watch it now. It's been so the long. The thing with this too is just like every... Just about every, like, so many cartoons did this. It's always this. Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. Like, right, right. everybody would do it. I Where remember, else have we seen it? Fairly Odd Parents, probably. I definitely remember seeing it in Johnny Bravo, which is, like, a, a weird thing. But I feel like... I feel like it's been done so many times. I've seen it. I've definitely seen it in other stuff besides that, where it's exact. It's always like that. Like, no, I feel like probably in the Powerpuff Girls, there's probably yeah. one of those. Maybe in Dexter's Lab, something like that. And like, they yeah. always like say the same. It's like the same thing. Like, pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. It's like almost well, exactly the same trope. Right. Right. It's well, not it even goes like to a show. twist on it. Right. It's like. Exactly. That's, I mean, that's the weird thing, though. You know, the way the people who made this shit, they 
they thought it was cool. They were like, oh, we're doing a Wizard of Oz thing. Like, everyone will, will think this is cool, you know? And Not thinking like, oh, everyone has done it because yeah. everyone, it's such a cultural, uh, like, phenomenon, the Wizard of Oz. Uh, right. You know, that and everyone the... knows it. Everyone knows that that twist. Because the twist is that, you know, if you had never seen the movie before, the twist is is that it is a guy behind a cur- curtain, you know? Like, right. It's all just effects, right? Right. Um, yeah. Where, at least when we're watching it here, you're kind of... You're watching it, you know. You're like, oh, it's obviously a guy behind a curtain. Like right. you're not, you're not it's like so Wizard of Oz. Right? right, right. You're not like thinking like, oh, is this for real or oh, is this this? You know, it's like, oh, this is clearly a Wizard of Oz thing. Eventually, so, you know, there's going to be, and there probably maybe already is a generation of kids who haven't seen Wizard of Oz that see this and then see it later in something and are like, "Oh, it's a callback to SpongeBob's magic uh magician dude, Mr. Magic." That's funny. I didn't even think about that, but I'm sure you're right where mm-hmm. that will happen, definitely. Cuz I think right, I think as time goes on, I mean, The Wizard of Oz, right? It's an 80-year-old movie for fuck's sake. Like People aren't going to be watching that very much in the next 50 years, I have a feeling, you know? Right. Like, <laughs> it holds up as a lesson and everything, but visually, I mean, it starts in black and white, which right. I mean, I think adds a lot to it as a movie. Like, I think it is a good movie, but I can see the unappeal um, that could come out from people who are used to modern well, right. And the thing is, it's not even it doesn't even come from just a place of, oh, it's in black and white. So it's like, I mean, that is part of it. But also just the way they made movies, the way stories were told. I mean, it was presented mm-hmm. a lot more like a play, you know, than it was a movie as we think of a movie today, you know? Yeah. Um. You know, so that makes sense for sure. And it is. Yeah, it's kind of like a musical. Right, right, for sure. It's definitely a musical. Yeah. Um. I guess, yeah, I guess, yeah. Eh, interesting. I've really, I really want to watch it now, actually. This is funny. I, I went through a phase because we got it on DVD, and I remember watching all the uh, extra content on the DVD as a kid and, like, learning about the actors and shit. That was pretty weird. Yeah. But I got into it, and I actually did read the book. Um, when I was like 10 or something, but yeah, yeah. that's anyway. So yeah, uh, yeah. The boys are up there. He's like, who dares come in? Whatever. And SpongeBob, it is I SpongeBob of the square pants, magician level one. Um, he's like, uh, you can tell he's like trying to be brave, but he's still scared, you know, of what's happening. Right. Um, um, he tells him he changed his friend into ice cream, and now he has Squidward in like a jar. Uh, just it, he doesn't actually need just the like, cone anymore, right? Like Squidward's not the cone. He was. I guess maybe bar, maybe he doesn't know. I he's just like I don't know. Just maybe throw that it all was in his there. clothes. Yeah, you know. He's that like, would well, make sense, but he tells him he's like, "Great job," and he's like, "Well, thanks, but I, I can't change him back." And he's like, oh, um, have you ever thought of a different hobby? Like, that's his answer. Just do something else, you know? Yeah, right. Don't do this anymore. (laughs) 
Right. I'll give you your refund. Just don't talk to me anymore. But yeah. um, he's like, I need your help to change him back. My help? Uh, no, thank you. Like you're getting the sense, like, oh, this guy isn't the magician that he says he is. Not right, that right. I think anybody was really fooled by it, especially if you know the the trope. Like, no real magician would be selling twenty dollar magic kits on TV. Right, right. And um, he's like, he sorry, I'm out to lunch. What were you saying? Uh, I was going to say, right before that line, Spongebob says, if we don't change him, my friend will be a cone forever. So he does think he's the cone. Well, I mean, right. He just means he as he's a whole. The, Ice cream yeah, cone is a whole. Right, right. I think that's more so what that means. But yeah. yeah. But he does think the cone is part the of that. The cone is part of that, right. Yeah. Um, yeah, as you were saying. And then he says, he's, I'm out to lunch. And he's like, what? He's like, uh, yeah, two-year lunch. And he's like, oh, please. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's it. I'm on lunch. He's like, I'll wait. A two-year lunch. <laughs> yeah, and then, um, right, there's just like a fucking wooden thing boot out. thing sticking out of the curtain, and Patrick notices it and opens the curtain, and you see it's this weird dog-eared blue nerd fish, and he's sitting at the fucking mechanism thing the the oz table that allows you to control the the wizard um, i just can't see what that thing's supposed to be that was sticking out you know it was the yeah. glue that led patrick to pull the curtain but i'm looking at it right now what the hell is it it makes sense if it was like a projector or something right but it's not well i think i think in the movie there's like he's wearing a robe or something and like a little piece of the robe is like sticking out and the yeah, dog this, finds it. This is just like a this thing is, of wood. Like it's Yeah, it's literally like a piece yeah. of wood sitting on the ground. It's so random. Right. And uh Patrick sees and he's like, Hey SpongeBob, there's a guy uh, over here talking into a tube. And at the same time, you know, you can see the guy talking and the the uh fake projection talking. And right, he's like, he's like oh, ignore your friend. friend. He's talking to SpongeBob, who's like r- just a few feet away. Like, yeah, and it's interesting too that he's he's like, you know, the fish you see is only an illusion, but what it comes out as like the fish you see, like it changes his voice. It's not just one on one doing his right. voice. So when you hear them both at the same time, you can tell that they're different. Right, and it's like, why is he saying the same thing that Mister Magic's saying? I don't know, Patrick. Who are you, good sir? <laughs> and he's Horace B. Magic. Horace B. So Magic. Technically, he's Mr. Magic, right? Right. He's um, like, technically, yes. Just follow the brown tile road to the most mysterious mystic of them all. No one's ever seen him in person. of the square pants, magician level one. And I have changed my friend into ice cream. Good job. Well, thank you, but well, I can't change him back. Hmm, um, well, have you ever thought of a different hobby? I need your help to change him back. My help? Um, no thank you. But if you don't, my friend will be a cone forever. Sorry, I, um, I'm out to lunch, that's it. I'll wait. I'm on a two-year lunch. No, please. 
Silence! But, sir, no one else has your power of sorcery. Thank you. Hey, SpongeBob, there's a guy over here talking into a tubey thing. Uh, ignore your friend. The fish you see is only an illusion. Why is he saying the same thing Mr. Magic's saying? I don't know, Patrick. Who are you, good sir? Well, I, uh, I'm uh, Horace B. Magic. The only, only magic, magic around here is the magic of business. And he pulls out a bunch of cash. He's like, uh, so, so you much. can't change my friend back? Uh, he's afraid not. And he's sorry, but he's like, your refund check is in the mail. First of all, you know, what, he just, like, already did the refund? Like, after he knew his name was Spongebob? Like, whatever. But he's like, I don't want a refund. I just want my friend, bro. And it, could you imagine being like, oh, yeah, I sold you a fake magic set that accidentally made you change your friend into ice cream. So here's right, your right. money back. It's like, well, no, I mean, it actually worked, right? It's like, you don't yeah. get your money back. Like, you got a good product. Right, you think you'd be like, holy shit, I'm about to be a millionaire. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, selling um, real, either that or I've, yeah, or I've just discovered magic for real. Or right. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, kind of weird. He's just like, okay, just get out of here. Bye now. Like, not even surprised that it worked, you know? Right. And he's SpongeBob is pissed, though. He's like, you're just a businessman tainting the purity of magic with your corrupt commercial ways. A very anti-capitalist. My... Yeah. You ruined stance. my faith in the magical arts. Oh. He starts That's crying. Sad. But the guy's just like, security? And somebody kicks them out <laughs> instantly. Right, just... He's like, uh, yeah, I don't care. Um, so then they're back at Squidward's house on the lawn chair that he was on with the jar there. And he's like, what are we going to do about Squidward? Patrick thinks we should they should eat him because he's kind of hungry. Right. Um, but then SpongeBob is like, I never should have said all those magic words. I thought they're they were... all fake. Yeah. yeah. And then he just goes and says them. Um, Yucky, schmacky, bappy, dappy, doppy, boppy, blabby, flabby, blah, blah, blah. He's just Indistinct. Like at this point. And then. And then. Zippiga zowie, blippy, bippy. Yeah. Blamica. As he's Some like. Squidward doing walks that. up, right. Yeah, he walks out of the bus with his shirt on this time, so who knows what happened to his bottoms or how he, he found got a shirt. his shirt, right? I love it. I love this, what he does. He walks up, he sees there's the fucking ice cream jar on his chair, and grabs it and just fucking yeets it. He's like, ew! He throws it, and yeah. the glass shattering like, makes Spongebob look up. And he's like, right. what are you doing? What are you doing, Spongebob? He's like, you're back. you're back! Magic words worked. I really am magic after all. He puts the wizard hat back on. Can I turn you into something else now? And he sees, like, an evil Knievel, evil daredevil driver. And he's like, hey, wait. And he jumps onto the motorcycle. Get me out of here. Like, you know that guy's about to jump over, like, a canyon. Um, so then, that's that. Squidward's gone, and now he's going to be with that daredevil guy. Maybe jumping a grand canyon or something yeah maybe eloping to paris or something and he and he's like hey spongebob i'm still hungry would you turn me into a jar of mayonnaise so i can eat myself like first of all 
awful idea. You could eat yourself yeah. now, Patrick. Um, of all really the things, to. of all the things, mayonnaise, and also an instrument. Right, eating yourself. Yeah, eating good for you. Right. I mean, you could eat. You could make your own mayonnaise and eat it. Yeah, or just make mayonnaise. Yeah, just conjure up mayonnaise. You don't have to turn somebody into it. But, right. You could be like, "Hey, could you make some mayonnaise, SpongeBob?" Yeah. Or go into your house. Or he's like, could, "Could you turn that coral into mayonnaise?" You know, right. like. Instead, he's like, "Oh, sure, Patrica mayonnaisica," and then there's like and, a big like magical particles that come out and then there's a mayo jar and it works show enough it so works at the end it's like oh spongebob actually is magic and it's like a real jar you know yeah. like a photo of a jar that's like imposed into the frame mm-hmm. um, which we've seen before right right it's and we haven't seen that that much lately i feel like so i always liked that and felt like that was part of the SpongeBob charm, you know, um, was the cutaways to like real shit. Um, yeah. And even I feel like, well, South Park did it a little bit in the early days, but I feel like they did it more as time went on too. Yeah. Um, I get you. There is actually uh, on the SpongePedia too. There, are, it's called Encyclopedia SpongeBobia now. Um, but there's an actual thing for the character of Mayonnaise that first appeared in Help Wanted, and it's like every episode that the jar of mayonnaise was in. Wow, that's ridiculous. It's been in Nature Pants. Um, it says Help Wanted, but Nature Pants, Hookie, um, Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy 2, and Just One Bite, and Hocus Pocus so far. That's funny. Well, um, I, I got to get going here pretty quick. I got, I got work today. So, So, um, I looking back and like going over this one, I liked it a good amount. I would say pretty, pretty fun to follow. Um, just a little silly, goofy, some tropes that have already been done and we've seen, but overall just a lighthearted, fun little episode. Um, I remembered it and glad to have, uh, finally covered it. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, it was, these were good episodes. I liked them. And, um, you know, after having a few weeks off, especially, it's always easier to get back into it and just kind of enjoy it for what it is. Um, rather than feel like obligated, like we were talking about, but I thought they were good episodes. I, I had fun talking about them. Um, hopefully we can get on a more regular schedule here. There's a chance I haven't, gone down this route but there's a chance i might try to get my schedule flipped around at work so i have more like i i start work earlier um so then theoretically we could maybe record have more possible days to record more easily for both of us um over a nice dinner and i don't even i'm not doing that just for the podcast but i think the podcast would benefit from that as well yeah, um, I think it's a good mental health thing, too. Like, I can't even uh, express how much, you know, taking Fridays off and working four days a week has helped me. Uh, I believe it. And, like, working earlier and having, like, more of the day to yourself, I can assume is much better. Like, when I worked at Best Buy, it was like I would wake up 
And some days I would like wake up and go to work, but I would sleep in more because I knew work wasn't till like 12 or 1. And it's like, well, what am I going to do before that? I mean, I'm not going to have time to do. I shit. know it's it's really hard because I, I mean, I work at three. Typically, I work at two today, which is why we got to hurry up. But yeah, um, you know, yeah, it's like if I get up at like 8 a.m., it's like that's too much time to have like I. And it's weird because you don't want to like sit around and relax the whole time because you're like, I just woke up. Like, I'm not just going to sit around and like watch movies until I have to go to work. I mean, I right. could do that. But and all you're doing is thinking about, I got work coming up. Like right now I like can't even relax, you know? Right. Right. I got, or well, I got working however many. Right. Exactly. It's, I, I just think I'm maybe over it. Um, so we'll see what can happen, but I'm going to uh, talk us out now. I've been Alex Beardsley. You all know that I'm sure by now, but you can find me all over the internet. My handle is still Ashton Waganda at A S H T O N W A G A N D H A. Follow me if you'd like. I'm not really active, but I, I do. I check social media. I just don't really interact much anymore. Um, so yeah. Yeah. I'm Zach Maine. Uh, online, I'm totally rad underscore Zach uh, or mystified, M I S T A F Y E D. If you want to add me and play some Xbox games or anything, PC, that kind of thing. Um, don't forget to, if you want to join the Discord, you can find our uh, link for it. I believe it's on our Facebook page. Um, or you can definitely reach out to us uh, directly through the handles that we've given you. Um, that way you can come chat with us, uh, and it's just a nice little area. We've got content all over the place. The Facebook isn't super updated anymore, but uh, we do have content on YouTube and all sorts of things. You can also send us a message directly at stripesweaterproductions at gmail.com, and don't forget to go to our Patreon at patreon.com slash Yeah, that's right, busters. And yeah, this, well, this man's got to go to twerk right now. Yeah, I gotta um, go twerk. So, uh, glad to be back. Hopefully, you know, we get good schedule around and it's easy for us where we're able to record without having a tight schedule. Um, and we can just go through it and, um, you know, have a good time with it. Uh, it's been yep. fun getting back into it and I hope you guys enjoy it and look out for the next one. Yeah, thanks guys. Thanks for listening. Gucci. Love ya.